0: Hello, everyone. This is just for our video and also for the people that are joining us on stream. Hello, everyone. My name is John. Welcome to another episode of HDHD where the set is cheap but the talk is deep. Let's go. Even though the set is not really <laughs> cheap. The set anymore, ain't really
1: cheap. cheap, to be honest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And today we are joined by SupercatK. Or real name in real life, uh, real friends, real family will know her as Denise.
1: Yes. Yeah. Very much.
0: Perfect. Okay. So, Denise, okay, she's actually a streamer with 6.3K followers on Twitch and 5,000 <laughs> followers on Instagram
1: why are we counting
0: well these are just some stats <laughs> some stats for those statistician people and uh, she streams a variety of games like Valorant mm-hmm. Tetris and mm-hmm. of course just chatting content because you are an engaging streamer yeah so all while building up a strong and tightly knit community with your viewers yeah Yeah. but what happens when she closes Streamlabs yeah <laughs> why not? well we're gonna find out today so Sud- welcome to the show suddenly
1: migrates to OBS I'm just kidding yes
0: oh, <laughs> well what happens when you close your computer
1: oh okay <laughs>
0: Welcome to the show, Denise. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Do you like to HDHT?
1: Yes, I do actually. I do a lot. I do it a lot of chat as well on yeah. stream. So it's, uh, this will be fun. I'm just like, I just generally get like scared of like cameras. Yes, yes. It's very ironic because we're like streamers, right? You would think you're not afraid of Most cameras. Most of the
0: time, you spend a lot of time in front of a camera. Yeah. You should be comfortable, right? Yeah,
1: but I, I get a bit like jittery sometimes. Well, don't
0: worry. Uh, I'm pretty sure your viewers are very kind to y'all, our, our viewers and our commenters are going to be super kind because as, as with all episodes, I like to preface first, when we do our IMO, our HDHD, we always respect and respect each other and have a nice intellectual conversations in our comment section. Nice. Which is great, great, yeah? Okay, <laughs> but before we go on, we have to talk about today's sponsor, which is, uh, I believe just now stream on chat, you have noticed this little baggie here, I have to point it out. So today, okay, on this episode of HTHT, we get to be... I uh, get to my favourite part of HTHT, which is the uh, drinks, right? And today, OneShot actually has kindly sponsored us some drinks for this episode. Whoa. Yeah, so they got us their <laughs> green grape. Let's put this out. Their sweet lychee. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the very last one, which I think is a new flavour that's coming out, right? It is tropical mango.
1: Mango. Very
0: Southeast Asian. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so these are these are all your flavors. Today we'll be drinking one shot. Thank you so much, one shot, for sponsoring the drinks. So uh which one would you like to have first?
1: Nish. Uh, okay. Context. Context. I what is the pink one?
0: The pink one is uh, uh sweet lychee. I wrong.
1: have never eaten a lychee mm, mm. and I've never eaten mango. What? So the obvious option is grape.
0: Really? I've eaten grapes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but of course you know on this show we like to pace ourselves. So if 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 you find it's a little bit too much, if you don't want, you want to drink your water, that's fine too because we have plenty of water. Yes. Now's the time to declare it. Would you like water or would you like the 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 fastly evaporating liquid?
1: I am. Still on medication, water so I'll be drinking water.
0: Water it is.
1: But I will take the green grape any day, trust <laughs> me. Just, I have to be disciplined today. Yes. I apologise.
0: No, that's fine. Okay, so in that case, I'll be opening a, a bottle. I, I'll, I'll be the rebel and try the new flavour, which Ooh. is Tropical Mango. And uh, yeah, oh. this is my favourite flower, HTHT because, you know, when this, these drinks get flowing, the tea gets flowing too. Mm-hmm. Okay, just a little bit for me. And yes, Denise I'm will I. have to get water.
1: Yes, I have water.
0: Alright. Cheers to a good episode. Cheers. Bam. Clink. Thank you, one shot. Thank you, one shot. Hint hint. It would be great if we got cups too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's go into our first section. Let's okay, go. Denise. Okay. Section one, labeled by our professional stalker, Mr. Alastair Punk. Of course. Yeah, who has done a lot of extensive stalking and research. Uh, section one is t- uh, labeled unpredictable. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Question one: Denise started off as an N level student, but went ahead to top her class in poly. Good job! Uh, and is currently studying for her masters, despite never having been to university. Yeah. Did you ever think you would be furthering your edu- your education as far as you did? And what pushed you to do so?
1: Wow, well, Alistair really got his uh got his information.
0: He's dangerous <laughs> on the internet, as I'm saying.
1: So um. Yeah, I guess that was pretty much my educational journey in mm, short. Mm, mm. Uh, I've never been a, a, a academic person. I'm not good with books. I'm not good with uh, exams, but I really love learning, mm, like mm. learning and trying new things. Yep. So I, um, I just like to do a lot of like random things when I was younger, but I would never really like prioritize like grades, um, to be very, like, honest and open, right? Yeah. I give, like, full credit for the fact that I managed to even go into um, poly to the poly Foundation program. Right, right. Um, to God. Like, because like, <laughs> I, like, for social studies, right, I only studied globalization. You yes. know, like, for the, the SEQ, which is, like, the essay kind of yeah, questions yeah. and you have to, like, basically vomit out everything you memorize. Mm-hmm-hmm. I only memorize, like, one topic. And it did not come out for the paper.
0: Oh my goodness! You're one of those spotters, right? Yeah, to spot yeah, yeah, yeah. Not
1: even trying. I just heard someone like, "Oh, <laughs> globalization." I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." Yeah. So uh, I did it, and then I remember coming out of that paper, I was like, "No way, I'm going to get into the Poly Foundation program, yes. right?" Because uh, it's it's very difficult. You have to be top ten percent of the Singapore mm. um, um, N level uh, students to yep. get through. You have to get like a certain uh, amount of points. I was like, "Ah, no way." So just. Try my best for everything else, and then miraculously, I, I managed to to get through mm. um, to to PFP, and uh, so that was a very life changing moment mm. because uh, Polly is a whole new game, right? Polly is kind of like um, uh, yeah, it's, so it,
0: definitely it, a significant jump from from N levels or levels. Yeah, 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 for
1: sure. And I took film, so I mm. went into film because I like watching films right? and I have been, I've always been interested in making videos since I was a kid. So like vlogs and stuff like that, I would yes. do all of it. Um, so I went into film and it was a very game-changing experience where, you know, it's not about getting full marks. Mm. Like, How do you grade a film? Mm-hmm,
2: right? Mm-hmm, how do you mm-hmm. give a
1: film an A? Um, uh, and there's obviously there's technical aspects that like, yeah, like fix this soundboard, right? Yes. You get 15 marks to fix this soundboard. But yes. like, okay, fine. But like you can't grade, really grade anything else. And I think that's really where I, excelled you mm. know and and i loved learning every aspect of film um and and then that was that was kind of it i was like film school great hello i'm out right <laughs> and um fun fact i i, yes. I, I, I talked the course but i actually i am not the first right,
2: right um
1: and the small story behind that is that um i actually um rejected or declined being first in in the cohort oh how does that work basically you go for an interview
0: Right, uh, They'll right. interview
1: you and be like, uh, hey, so why do you think you should be the gold medalist uh, of the cohort? And yeah. then I said, I shouldn't. And they were like, huh? Like a full-on film. Um, <laughs> it's like, are you
0: Singaporean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't
1: you, want, don't you want your gold medal? <laughs> and uh, I, the, the main reason is um, because I felt like whoever was in the running mm. deserved it much more than I did.
0: Um, why, 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 what made you think that?
1: Because uh, they were very much living and breathing film. Right. Whereas I wasn't uh, living and breathing film the same way like they did. Like they were very into like uh, narrative films or like mm. documentaries, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and I, I I took the advertising route, uh, which is very unconventional. Yes. In the in in back when I started uh, uh-huh. in, in film, uh-huh. uh, it's not anymore. Obviously, it's
3: definitely not. Not
1: anymore. But uh, it was back then. So um, I told them like you know like uh, they and they were trying to like hint me. They're like oh but you want to continue to be a producer right? Mm-hmm. And I was like. No, I don't. I don't want to continue in this space. Right. Um. You know, like, I I really enjoyed. I loved school. Yeah. Um. But I really think it would really make the other person's day if they if they got if they got gold. Yeah. And that was all on my. That was the only thing on my mind. In hindsight, I could have gotten an extra like extra money. Like, there's a lot of things that come with like topping the, the yeah, cohort, yeah. right? But I don't know. At that moment, I was just kind of like, you know, I, it's been like three years, and like. I think they would love that that, that recognition, that moment yeah. where like all of the effort paid off. Because right. unfortunately, like especially in like in, in Asian society, right? We think like, oh, if you get an A, then you're the best. Yes. If you get a B, you're like horrible. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I just, I had the the option to do something right i was like yeah heck it i don't care I, I really don't um and and so i remember i came out of the interview and my the lecturer he yeah. was like you know you just gave away your gold right yeah. and then i was just like yeah i'm like it's not like an like yeah like it's it's, <laughs> it's just kind of like yeah i know and i hope whoever gets it knows that they deserve it yeah so even like if they find... Because I've never told anyone like yes. this story. So even if they find out this story doesn't mean that they didn't deserve it. Right. They absolutely deserved it. Um, It's just that the schools have a structure, you know, mm. and I just... I guess like what Alester wrote, like, I like being a little bit... I like to poke with, with structure. I like yeah. to poke with rules. <laughs> um... Uh, I have. I haven't. I'm sorry. I haven't even got to like the master's no, part. No, that's
0: fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I I, like, I like this story because, <laughs> I, I think. I think your your personally, I am someone with an unconventional education track as well. Yeah. So hearing hearing this from a different perspective from someone who also had an un- unorthodox education, who is also like, um, I would say experienced education differently from the majority. Mm. This is something that I find firstly highly commendable. Because what you did was pretty gangster. Put it there. Let's go. Yeah, I'm a rebel, guys. Yeah, but like you know, I think I think it's interesting that like you know, in this society of ours, one of the things that you considered was about how the other person would have felt about the the cause being so much more invested in the arts than you were because you were more um uh, marketing, well, advertising. Yeah, trend.
1: yeah. I, I I basically just took a different yeah. route.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's 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 kind of unconventional and cool on its own, isn't it? <laughs> Let's drink to that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, let's continue with your story, man.
1: Yay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think just a little bit about the marketing part. Basically, mm. um, back when we could apply for internships in school, yes. um, it was very common that film students yeah. would go to production houses.
0: Yeah, which made sense, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so,
1: oh, you're from you're from film? Y- yeah. Your internship would be in a production house. Right. Um, oh, you're from advertising? Your internship would be in an advertising house. Mm. Oh, you're from mass you can choose right (laughs) that's 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 mass communications for you um and i remember sitting in the in the hall when they were announcing the like saying oh these are the production houses you can choose from and it's with everyone it's from everyone in 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 the faculty Mm. i was like i don't wanna i I literally just spent two and a half years learning everything that is similar to production houses right making my own films and all that stuff i don't want to do that anymore i was like i want to go into something else right and then i saw the advertising they had this um this internship, a hybrid internship, uh, a few months in Singapore and a few months in Japan. Ah. Um, And it was for an advertising agency. First time, uh, this would be the first batch. Mm. I was like, dope, right? Japan, yo. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I signed up for it. And little did I know I was the only film student that signed up for it <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was really interesting because uh, people told me like oh why is this girl coming to take our slot like she should just stay in production and mm. stay in film and then I was like wow so fascinating right like like uh You'd be surprised at like how people respond. Like I wasn't, mm, mm. I didn't even. It's obviously com- competitive because yeah, there was only two slots.
2: Ah, um okay.
1: Yeah, for the internship. So there were over like eighty people that applied in mm-hmm. for that internship. The school shortlisted to um four, and then the four of us went for the interviews with the agency. Right, right. So it was very uh was was, was tough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, thankfully I got in. So that's kind of how I got into like advertising, which is part of, a very big part of my story like later on. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, like sometimes just like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a, some people will say hipster, but uh, I just didn't want to do that because that's what everyone else did. Or yeah, like yeah. just because that is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Like I believe that there's always like different like Same. options and you just have to find the options. Yeah, you don't want
0: to be shoehorned into just like what people expect you to do. Yeah. Especially when especially when you could be qualified for so many other things. Yes. And you could broaden your horizons. And I think that's that's that's, that's really cool. That's really forward thinking for someone who is in polytechnic. Because I, w- I, I don't speak for everyone, but I feel that like when I was that age, when I was in JC, right? We were not that enterprising, and we were not that uh, self-aware to understand that like mm. sometimes education you have to go um, you don't, you don't you don't have to just always follow the straight and narrow, you know what I mean, yeah, and I think this is where where like uh it has to clearly reap dividends you know for you.
4: I hope so. <laughs> I
0: mean it definitely has. and at, at minimum it has like sort of like opened your eyes to the to the wider community, to wider world, to understand yeah, the world a little sure. bit better. Yeah. And this is something that I think if you if you put all your eggs in one basket too early in your education, not that it's not a good thing, you end up um semi blinding yourself to what the other things could be. Yep. Yeah. Unintentionally, albeit it's a side effect, 100%. right? And and like yeah. And I, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you did that because I think that maybe having said this on stream and on video, right? There may be that one person who doesn't know what to do and, and is thinking of what to do next. Opening doors! <laughs> yeah, and like
1: the fact that you... I I really encourage like trying new things. Yes. Because even if you find out, oh, I actually don't like this. Mm. That is progress. People think it's a waste of time, right? No, like, it's not yeah isn't no it's not it's It's,
0: it's not a waste of time (laughs) no i totally (laughs) agree with you you because this is my own philosophy as well yeah i totally agree with you yeah yeah at least finding out like at at minimum there is still a takeaway right finding out what you don't want to do yep it's
1: it's finding out what you don't want to do leads you closer to knowing what you want to do Mm, mm, mm. um and uh, i think that's why i've always been really adventurous with trying new things and i think Mm. like especially like chad will know as well like i i love to experiment and to to just uh not limit myself to just the things that I'm interested yes. in. And as we get older, I think we tend to do that more. Mm, we lose mm. that like, childlike curiosity of like, oh, let's go try everything. Um, So, just like, constantly reminding myself yeah. to do that as well. Yeah. Is
0: that why you decided to go for your master's as well?
1: Wow. So, wait, what, what, what,
0: what, are, you, what are you like, sort of like, um, taking a master's
1: in. Okay, I'm taking a master's in digital management. Mm. Um, which is essentially learning how to apply like uh different digital technologies, advanced technologies into like companies, teams, uh, businesses. Mm, mm, uh, mm. that's in like uh, in general. I could right. be entirely wrong, and like everyone would believe me, but I think that's what it is. I've been I've been in the I mean, course it fits for a the while. Definition
0: of business and management. So yeah, I think so.
1: Right. <laughs> um, but. Uh, just to fast forward a bit about my life, basically after I graduated from Poly, mm. I uh, went to build startups for, uh, based in Singapore and uh, and then eventually in New York.
2: Yes,
3: I
1: did that for about two and a half years until COVID. Uh, COVID. Yeah. Hit. Fun fact: This time last year, I was panicking, calling Emirates to. Changed me and my participants' flight um, so that we would be able to leave New York to come back to Singapore. Oh because goodness. New York was shutting down, uh everything was closing.
0: Chases were exploding. Yeah,
1: borders with like I think was, was Europe at that time, yeah. shut. We were like, what if they close everything? So we were like, let's get out of here. Mm. Um so just fun fact. It's literally this time last year. Um but um
0: right around yes, Circuit City Breaker.
1: Exa- you know, yeah, So stay home notice happened 20th March yeah. at 10 p.m. In Singapore, last year, twenty twenty, we arrived back in Singapore twentieth March, eight (gasps) a.m. Yeah, but we still did stay home notice, just didn't get the official one. Just put it out
4: there. But I,
1: I, sorry, I digress. Mm. Um, so I, I did that, and then with COVID, uh, basically I a lot of my work couldn't happen anymore. So I left my first startup. I ended up working for another one, uh, in New York City, uh, entirely digital, entirely remote. So I've never worked with my second, uh, boss. Yeah. In person,
4: yeah.
1: um, for almost a year, and um, but before I even got that job, I I wanted to go back to a school environment because I realized, um, when you are working, right, students are like, I want to go and like work, like they're always really eager to work. But, um, once you go and once you go into a working environment, there's a lot of expectations on you to mm, know mm. what you are doing. We hired you to do this yep. and to know this. Absolutely. And I started working at a very young age. Uh, okay, maybe not as young as. Uh, some of some mm. of you but um, I was put in the startup world quite young like mm-hmm. it was, I was 19 like 20 um, and there was so many things that's I still rare, didn't know
0: that's rare by the way that's really rare yeah
1: yeah, so, yeah I guess
0: good job man. good job <laughs> thanks
1: <laughs> um, so um, yeah and um, it was it's, it's startup the startup world is great I love I love being in the startup world but there's a lot of expectations to know mm, what mm, uh, mm, to mm. know everything and I didn't know everything and I just wanted to escape um, knowing it all and being the dumbest person in the room mm. I think it is a privilege to be the dumbest person in the room because then you have something to learn from everyone
0: Printed on a t-shirt I, that's, that, that's <laughs> fantastic shirt. <laughs> no, because honestly right I feel that like when you go into a room uh, expecting to not know things expecting to be filled in on things right that's when you truly learn yep. because you learn on two fronts firstly you learn the culture of it by being humble mm. right and secondly yep. you actually learn actual knowledge for, for, for the job domain that you're working for yes which I think is the attitude that people should approach um work in general. In fact we talked about this uh in one of our IMO episodes where we were discussing about uh, first jobbers and what they should do and Ooh. stuff like that. Yeah, good point. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I just realized, like, I've spent, like, I don't know how long on, like, one question. I'm so sorry. No, that's this fine. Is this is bad. intriguing. And I you know what? Stalling. We have
0: time. We <laughs> want to hear your story. And that's what you're here <laughs> for to tell us your story. <laughs> thanks. Yeah? Thanks.
1: This is weird. Okay. No um, problem. But, you're uh... Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah. So, basically, with that in mind, um, I looked for options. Yes. Uh I even before I started going to startups, I actually did apply for uni. Yes. Because um, my dad is a bit more traditional. So mm, he was mm, like, mm. apply for uni and I would be the only um child in the family to go to a local U. Yeah.
4: Um
1: so I applied and managed to get into both uh NTU and LaSalle. Yes. Um and uh NUS had a like a kind of like an offer as well. But mm. I, I rejected all of it and I went to startup. Yeah. Um and I, w- I was like I don't there's nothing in the local university that really interests me and four years is a very long time you go in right now something's big right like now blockchain is big you leave Mm. four years later anything could happen and nobody would know right like Mm. um so uh, there was a lot of considerations and i started looking at other options and I, i i finally found a course which is the one that i'm currently in um that really spoke to me in terms of the modules and their mm. approach to learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try. But like the chances of me getting in are like zero to none. Because yeah. I don't have a ba- bachelor's. It's called bachelor's, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't have, don't have a bachelor's, have a bachelor's degree. degree. Um, I have a diploma in film, not even in business. Yes. Um, so, but again, with the whole like... Why not, right? What do yeah. I have to lose? And most, I just get a rejection letter. Yeah, move yeah. on. I just applied for it. I had the interview while I was still in New York. Um, it was a really good conversation. Um, and before I know it, I got in to nice. the masters. Yeah,
0: this is crazy, but I like this story because I think this Thanks. is this is this is this is, this is a, a inspiration for 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 many of us because the thing about it is that uh having broken new ground for people, right? A lot of people who don't even know that this is such a venture is even possible. Yeah. Yeah, but like, okay, let's just, let's just summarize up this first question with, with the, with the, with the main point of the question, which would be, right, what pushed you to do, do this kind of, uh, things in your, what's your main motivator?
1: Wow. If uh, you had to
0: say one thing.
1: Wow, I, can I say two? I have a reason. Sure, sure. Okay, so the main, 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 main motivator is yeah. clearly, and f- I can apply this to every question, is God, uh, uh-huh. I think my, uh, my faith in god 100% mm. has pushed me to do a lot of these things um but i would say it's really the mentality of knowing that i don't have anything to lose
2: Mm-mm.
1: right like um and i can like and also just the fact that um there are options out there i just have to look for them and and because i would say that because i am of my faith in God and yeah. knowing like He is in like control of everything right. Yes. Then I kind of like let's go, let's just like try things out and like um and um.
0: If all else fails, you can fall yeah. back on Him.
1: Yes, exactly. So that's kind. That's like my. That's my. That is my motivator. Um, maybe along the way I will like have a better answer for that. I don't know.
0: That's fine. <laughs> I, I. You know, having at least that basis is something great. Yeah. Uh, to to work on. Oh yeah, a call. <laughs> a call. What's the I found a call? the word right. Okay. Cord like a. Uh, C-O-R-E. Yes. yes. So
1: I, I, I know my values, my beliefs, um, um, what I'm willing to compromise and what I'm not willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. known that from a very early age and that has helped me um, uh-huh. be able to make more decisions or to be see. able to take more risks because I know like, yeah, I can go into this un- industry and there's going to be mean people everywhere, yeah. but I have a, I have my core, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and um, that will take me through everything.
0: This this is actually a good point that you brought up because I think uh having a having a high amount of self awareness is actually really helpful mm. when you venture like this. But I want you to summarize real quick because this leads into us our next question. Yeah, okay. which is okay. Considering that you know this about your no no, I would say you know yourself well, mm-hmm. right? Was being not as academically inclined ever a source of insecurity for you?
1: Nah, man. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Nah. <laughs>
0: you heard I mean, it here first nah <laughs> nah
1: man. Uh, the only time I cried over my results was when I was in primary 5 I got 49 out of hundred for some math paper oh, I was in primary 5 I haven't from my my poor knowledge <laughs> I don't think I have really been uh, affected by grades Mm-mm-mm. um uh do I do you want me to summarize this point or
0: yeah you can summarize it real quick just tell us tell us tell us how, how that feeling of not being affected by grades ever came about because I would say in Singapore Mm. no one is like that right
1: i think there's a couple <laughs> a handful handful, a handful. handful. Yeah. no the majority um i don't know i just didn't find it the way to do things mm-hmm. i think it's mm-hmm. not a good reason to want to do well mm. i want to do well cuz i want to learn something that was really um my my focus not to get an a for a paper mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and once i dropped the the focus on getting good grades I ended up doing really well in poly. So it was like a really weird situation. It's like some
0: epiphany going on. Ah, yeah,
1: it's kind of like... like I, and people don't believe me.
0: No, okay. Right? <laughs> I, I, I believe in that philosophy as well. You know, I feel that like universities are places for learning, not for you to go there to excel and to score.
1: Yes. The only reason yeah. why people are so caught up with it is because there's, be, society puts so much pressure on it, right? Like, oh, if you don't do well, you can't get into that school. Mm. And that school could give you a lot of opportunities Correct. that this other school couldn't then that's kind of where it all flops. I couldn't have gotten into poly if I didn't do well for N-Levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I couldn't have gotten maybe into startups if I didn't do well in, in poly. Mm. Um, so, there's that association of unfortunately is like mm, that mm, still. Mm, mm, um, but, I guess personally for me, it was just something I knew like, you know, as long, as long as I've learned one thing um, from today yes. or from my class the other week, I am happy. As long as I learn one thing and and if I can apply it into my life, mm, mm. Bonus, you know? Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic philosophy to have. Thanks. All right. This actually leads into our next question because I, lo- I love it. You always leave the last sentence just nice can say, Gway, one. Okay. so uh, <laughs> Denise started building startups, right? And was in charge of people older than her when she was just early <laughs> nineteen twenty, right? Yeah. So how did you manage to overcome people not believing in you and manage your team well? <laughs> maybe this is f- phrase it from like a leadership kind of a sure. angle. Sure.
1: Uh, maybe to give some context. Mm, so mm. It, um, I mm. in my first startup, I used to run a career development program mm. that would bring Singaporeans over to New York for one month. Mm. And over there, they'll meet with different companies and work on like a mentorship and stuff like that. So I did it for a year.
2: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Um, the program was for youth 19 to, excuse me, about 30. Yes. And I was 20 at that time so I was literally the baby of that age group Mm -hmm. um and uh it was very difficult yes uh (laughs) like um I've had people who 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 I've initially at the very start I hold no um grudge it's just an interesting like interesting to reflect on like I remember I would tell them like oh yeah like I'm going to be the one that's bringing you to New York and like you know help you guys settle in and um the older ones were like oh but we don't need a chaperone yeah. And I was like, I ain't no chaperone. You know? <laughs> I am the program. And I was just like, you know? So I was kind of like, um, and even the fun, the funniest parts were when I was at the airport, right? And like their parents are bringing their 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid to the airport, sending them to New York City, dangerous America, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. one month, right? And they're like, who are you reporting to, right? I want to talk to the, they're like excited to like talk to an adult and like trust their hands into like an adult. And then they see me, red-headed, just standing there. And I'm like, hi, I, um, I'm here and, and, um, and, they don't know how to respond. I love it. Uh, something that I've learned from, something that I learned from those experiences, Um, really challenging their minds, like just boggling their minds, right? How yes. can this girl with red hair or orange hair or with pink hair, hair, hair or now it's kind of like blue-gray? Like what is it? Like, you know, like it just like, how can this girl be bringing my child yeah. to New York for one month?
0: This girl who is the same age as my child. Yes,
1: exactly. Someone like that as well, right? Like, or younger than my mm, child. Mm, mm. And then my response is, you can like and that was i guess when i learned ageism i get, i think the word what is ageism mm, mm, uh, mm, mm. um and it, it, there is nothing like that in new york right it does not exist in everyone new
0: york everyone is really enterprising and open your
1: boss could be 19 right right your boss could be 18 for all you care mm. um and i just always kept that energy um and brought him back to singapore as much as i could mm. so um and but the important thing is like you know we remain humble we yes. i recognize the the ageism yeah the what is the like it's a culture shock yeah in that sense right because mm. we are from like asian society mm-hmm. so I, I recognize the culture shock i don't like aggressively be like what do you mean like call me back like it's just more of, like showing them that it's possible and this all started with my parents oh. so i did it with my parents first right and they were like how can my child be doing this and it's not that they don't believe in me. Okay, it's a very slight segue. Uh, when I did really well for N levels, mm. I took a took a screenshot. I took a photo of my certificate. I showed my mom. I was like, "Mommy, look, I can make it to the foundation program." She's like, "That's great. Uh, can you take a photo with your name?" It's just like she didn't believe it was my certificate. It was it was, ah, it, was, it, was it was a good joke. She's okay, like, "She's not okay. serious. I, I love you, mom." Uh, yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, it's just like you know, like it's just yes. um how
0: it's uh, just how our society is. Yeah, I get
1: and, it, yeah, and it's it's I I recognized uh, that. I wasn't in a normal, I wasn't doing something normal, mm, right? Mm. So, um, I would make sure, like, I would learn how to tell my parents what I was doing, um, tell them what, what work was I doing. And mm. I would show them how it's impacted the lives of my participants. Oh, I would wow. let them meet my participants. Um, and then, you know, they start to recognize. And even with streaming, I mean, I'll probably talk about this later, but yes. even with streaming, like, um, they watch my streams. Mm, they mm, might be mm. here now. Hi. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, and, um, it helps them understand better and when I knew how to, to talk better to my parents strangers right yeah. uh, it gets a lot it gets a lot better COVID was especially difficult yes. because we ran half a program in while COVID, COVID was, was happening, happening. Or, yeah. or before COVID became like yeah. COVID yeah. Um, and I remember a parent like would call me up and was like uh, you you must know how dangerous this is I'm sure you have a child I was like
0: I… Am child. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like,
1: I… But obviously, I didn't say that because I have, like, to work, right? I was like, I understand. And... But in my her mind, I was like, I am baby. I was like, <laughs> so, it's, um… I guess it's no when to, like, switch on. Yeah. And to… to I am still a kid. Mm. I There's so many things I don't know. But
2: Mm-hmm-hmm. that
1: was my job. And I had to learn how to do my job. And I was hella good at my job. And… um. Just teaching that to other people was a very big part of my my passion, like mentoring, like youth mm, and stuff mm, like mm. that. So I don't know if that answers the question. No, yeah. no it does.
0: Actually, I think I think this is a, this is a great great way to end that question to move on to the mm-hmm. next one because actually you brought up uh, COVID, right? Yeah. Which is just nice, it's nice segue into question three, which is Denise self-proclaims herself as the COVID baby of streaming.
3: Let's go chat. Yeah.
0: Hi, chat. After this question, we're gonna address some of your, some of y'all in chat. So you are stand by, yeah? So, how did you get into streaming, and mm-hmm. what do your parents think about your decision to become a full time streamer? Full
1: time streamer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So I'm COVID baby. Yeah, um, COVID baby. I basically I okay I, I love like a lot of other streamers. I've been playing video games since I was a kid. So like I've oh, I've, you I've have. yeah yeah yeah.
0: What games have you been playing since?
1: Um. You? I used to be on like console. So, like, Deccan, Street Fighter...
0: PlayStation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, PlayStation. Um, and then... Did some PC games when I was younger. Like, yeah. a, a Call of Duty... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Dota... Ma- okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dota, and then... Um, what else? Minecraft. I was huge. big on Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, e- eventually, I got exposed to, like, Apex Legends. Yes. So, um, I was like, Oh, I want to get my own computer so I can play Apex Legends, right? Um, and I was pretty much gonna be in singapore I, I knew at that point like flying i was not gonna fly at least for the next year and a half mm-hmm. so okay i decided to get myself a, a comp- pc and pcs were was i remember it was doing the national day sale i bought my pc because oh. it was a bit cheaper yeah. so <laughs> i got my pc and i was like okay it came just stream um mm-hmm. i have been exposed to streaming before um uh, not not me streaming but like i've seen people stream for a little bit i don't know much about the the space but i've seen it um and i was like okay why not try um on my own yeah yeah. so that's how i started and then before i knew it um (laughs) it was a very wonky journey everything just started blowing up here and there and then um eventually i um started to see a lot of streaming like like a job, not mm. in a bad way, mm. but in terms of like, okay, so now we have this, what am I going to do with uh, this community? What do I, how do I want to grow it? How do I want to mm. protect mm. them? How do I want to engage them? And then we stream like content, like, oh, what can I try? Blah, blah, blah. So um, that's, so I gave myself like a time period, like I say, three months, I want to be sure I can uh, be sustainable for X amount of dollars, mm. um, doing things that are within my values. Mm. Um, mm. If I can keep this going, I will converted Continue. full-time yes and so i gave myself those few months um you that was those
0: tar- those targets
1: yes and that was when i was still doing my full-time work um, yeah. based in new york city i was still doing my master's um and then i in december i, I resigned and january i january i was like the resignation period so february was like my official first month as a full-time mm. streamer um by by now my parents are kind of like we kind of figured out our daughter's kind of look like weird, you know? <laughs> so they're kind of like, so I tell them like, oh, I want to do full-time streaming. They're like, okay, you you, you manage yourself, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, be careful, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> then, you know, um, I have been financially independent for mm. a while already. Fantastic. Um, so, it, yeah, so it's kind of like, um, I don't really, they don't, they just want to make sure I'm safe and like they know the internet's scary, but at the same time, like I've shown them through yeah. like the past couple of years that, you know, I'm a big girl now. I can take care of myself. Clearly, if clearly. things happen, if things will happen, mm. I will make mistakes. But um, I have my strong foundation, right? my core yeah, to like yeah. guide me through Absolutely. that. So they're like hella like hella supportive. Like I'll come home and they'll be like, how's your stream? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. No, I mean, I stream from home. Yeah. So like when I come out of my room, they'll be like, how's your stream? I'm like, stream's good. Uh, I did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then like, uh, <laughs> so they're, they're really shy. I ask them to wave. Then Chad like greets them. Oh, like, my Chad's, very lo- Chad's very lovely. Amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, my parents are really are very supportive of mm, this. Mm, mm, mm. And they, um when when people ask them, like relatives ask, yeah. they want to tell that I'm a streamer. Ah. So like, I'll be like you are my you are me, right? Yeah, and be yeah. like, oh, so uh, what do you do? Oh, she is, uh, she's doing like the live. Then I'm like, uh. <laughs> I just let them speak because like, it's like, I, I guess they're excited.
0: They're your own hype people.
1: Yeah, they're my yeah. hype men. Yeah. And you know
0: what? You, you know you're successful if your Asian parents hype you. Let's go. <laughs> right? Think about it. Asian parents don't hype you. Right, they'll just hype you and be like, oh, this one, I uh, uh, eat too much, like. you see, gain weight. I like. yeah, eat too little, like. you see, lose weight. Like. You know that kind of thing, right? They don't be like, "Yeah." my
1: parents are, are very supportive in that sense. Mm-hmm. Even when they have no idea what I'm doing, they try. Uh, they'll be like, yeah, 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 sometimes she uh, does this, and I'm like, I, I don't do that, but kind of. <laughs> then they're like, oh, oh. Then I, I talk, again, educating yeah. my parents, right? Because yeah, it's like yeah. new world to them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh. I told them I was coming on this podcast. What's a podcast? Oh, my uh, podcast yes. is kind of like, uh, then I was telling them, oh, podcast. Oh, oh then what? Then just educate them, right? And then trust me, like next week they're gonna be like she was on the podcast. I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> now y'all know. Yeah, so yeah.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so now we'll move on to the next uh section, yeah, which I think is uh section two, Alastair labeled this as authentic.
4: Okay. <laughs> authentic.
0: Yeah, so we went from uh went, went, went from unpredictable to authentic. Okay. So Denise said that she was afraid that no one was going to accept her for her. As she doesn't swear or act cute like the other female streamers hey, that blew whoa, up. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, not not all female streamers. Yeah, let's
0: just let's okay. just let's just put whoa. it like that There was there was, was too much <laughs> yeah. of a blanket statement. No, but, but you understand you understand where I'm going with this. Basically, um, she you don't swear, you don't act cute like some of the other streamers that exist out there.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: some of some you, you we can't deny that some of them do that. Yeah, okay. So some of these female streamers blew up because of that, right? So have you ever been tempted? to just be like everyone else and do you think being authentic was a big part of your success?
1: Wow. So there is a
0: deeper question to this. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, um, yeah I think when I when I first started, I already I kind of knew I wasn't going to be um, very much like, I think the other streamers, particularly in Singapore, mm-hmm. to start um, people... Still don't think that this is how I speak. Right. But I think I think you guys like 100%. pretty much know o- this is how dinner, I speak. <laughs> over dinner, she yeah. something like
0: this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like this is uh, actually very much how I speak. Um mm. uh uh my family just felt the importance of uh, getting English right. Mm-hmm. That's not even like a proper sentence, like but like you know what I mean, like I knowing how to speak the language well. Um so and I, I don't know, I'm just not like a uh, small and cute. <laughs> I'm I'm big and tall and awkward, <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like um I and just again you know I I don't swear I I don't yeah. like um I don't really scream uh, unless it's a horror game or mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't talk about things that other people might casually talk about uh, I'm, I'm just and i talk about quite serious things sometimes right. talk about careers talk about uh, mental health yes talk about um, um, um all those kind of things i don't even talk about relationships that much to be mm, honest mm. Uh, maybe more recently but uh when i first started definitely not mm. and i was afraid that uh, people would think i was boring um i still do think once in a while uh when i'm on my bed i'm like wow like did i just bore people for like four hours mm. um and and I think that's more of like an insecurity on my own end. Um, but I realized as I went along that people just enjoyed being there with me and with each other.
0: Right, right. A huge
1: emphasis of which with each other. Mm, um, mm. It's a bit weird to say that I am authentic. Like, I, I don't know what that means, right? What does it mean to be authentic?
0: I guess the easiest way to define it would be to to be the sort of self you are where you uh can sort of be proud of yourself as well. You know what I mean? Ooh, like like you can tell your tell your 10-year-old self like this is me. And like this is really me. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's what I, really, that's what I That's think. a really
1: cool yeah. way to to, to it. then in that yeah. case, yeah. 100%. I and then am that
0: mean, that would mean that you're authentic. Oh. Right? Yeah, if because you, if yeah. you can convince your your 8-year-old 10-year-old self that you mm. are you, then you are you. Yeah, and yeah. I am
1: very much me yes i am uh, this person on stream off stream if you meet me on the street i'm just like 10 times more shy yeah but like i am who i am everything like uh, my values my beliefs i'm not afraid to like share any of that um uh i think people uh if i be very objective i think that's not very common in society
0: it's not actually.
1: Yeah, um, it's not common to find people who are uh, maybe so in tune with themselves. Right. I am not 100% in tune with myself. Yeah. Of, no way. Yeah. But um, I think I am relatively aware of who I am and, mm-hmm. and what, I, what I would like to do with my life and what I want to do for people. Yes. Um, and I think people enjoy enjoy that. Mm. Uh, I don't know why uh, like chat I don't know why y'all yeah. are here like you know like. No, I think I- your viewers
0: <laughs> catch on that and yeah. I think like being authentic is something like you mentioned because it's starting to become a scarce resource so being able to be authentic and being able to deliver uh something that people still enjoy I think that's commendable that's great yeah
1: I try my best I guess Uh, going into like streaming and, like, the entertainment industry was a very scary move, especially when you want to talk about, you know, being, like, authentic and being Mm, yourself. mm, mm. Entertainment industry, but the entertainment industry only, you know, maybe takes in certain things. Like, they only want people who are like this and Mm. there's a lot of networking. Like, if you have the connections or if you think like that or if maybe if you smoke, maybe if you drink more, like, you will get into the particular... It's happened everywhere. It's, like, happened... There's a lot of,
0: like, vice excess, you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yeah, and, and I am none of that right and um does that mean i might lose out on certain things sure but yeah. i don't mind
0: you don't mind losing all those yeah, things i don't right? I,
1: yeah. i'm okay with that um so i i'm just really happy that i have been able to come to terms with that because mm. i was very afraid to go into streaming and going to full-time yes. knowing that it's a very secular space and wow. and that is uh something that i really uh, struggled with like um even now, I still struggle to say like I am a full- time streamer, like yes. I don't know what that means and
2: mm-hmm. uh, and
1: I don't know like what that yeah, i don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't know so um, but uh, every day I'm trying to figure out how to better grow mm. um, this little community that we have, and I realize that um just when I'm honest yes. is when uh we are the closest. When I'm the most vulnerable, is when we are the closest. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, I, I've always kept that very close with me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that 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 has once again paid dividends for you because I think on the internet, uh, people don't dare to be themselves because it makes them vulnerable in a space that's really volatile. Sometimes, yeah. People can hate you for no reason. People can like you for no reason. Mm. It's it's so volatile, and that's why like they respect people who are authentic. Yeah, man. Kudos to you. Thanks. Good job. <laughs> Let's move on to our next question. Yeah. Sure. So Denise has been doing many IRL streams, yes. bringing along her audience for photo shoots and even a Valentine's Day date.
4: <laughs> oh no!
0: Do you think, okay, this is a, here, is comes here comes the question. Here comes the question. Do you think there is a limit to how much one reviews online? Of course you do, right? And by extension, how authentic people should be online? Because mm. we just mentioned mm. about how authenticity is really important. Right? a yeah. scarce resource, right? So do you think there's a limit to authenticity?
1: Wow, uh, I think if I follow your definition, then no
0: mm, mm,
1: mm. um but I think how people people might not recognize this, but um how you execute things mm. is actually very important um it doesn't mean it you are. More like a fake than another person, right? But like how I go on with my conversations, um, how I go on with particular topics, I yes. definitely have opinions on everything and anything, just yeah, like any other sure. person. For sure. But what I choose to um allow on social media is, uh, I'm very critical about that, right? I'm very critical about um, um what I allow to stay in the digital world, mm-hmm. knowing how. Volatile and easy it is for people to take anything that I say out of out context, of context yeah. um, and to use it against me whenever they want because, like you said, there are people who like you, people who really hate you for yeah, no reason for sure. because they think they know who you are mm. or they yeah and and then they try to do things or get back at you or they're yeah. not happy about something. Um, so I don't think there's a limit to how authentic uh, or or like you can be on the internet, but I, it's like I guess how you do it. Yeah. Right. Different people show it differently. Yes. Um. I am. I was very scared of doing IRLs mm. because Singapore is so small, <laughs> yeah and like um like it's so easy to get like doxed
0: ah yes right for sure. and yeah. and
1: unfortunately, this is more of a concern with uh females
0: definitely yeah, hundred percent over um, the internet. I think women have it um slightly worse in certain aspects on the internet. Yeah, yeah so
1: it, it's it's very scary and and um even uh, uh, thankfully again, I have a very loving and very supportive chat you so, do. Yes.
0: More power to you.
1: <laughs> so, um, even if they know where I am, you know, they will be like, "Oh, I know," like, "Oh, I know where you are," and then they just kind of like, you know, and then that's it. But that's they don't great. like guys. She's like, you yeah. know, and and um, I I make sure I I keep those values in check in chat as well. Right, mm-hmm. it's all about you know um setting the foundation you want. For the community you're trying to yeah. build um so i tell them like hey you might know where i am um please don't uh, dogs yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah yeah for sure um and stuff like that um the valentine's day stream since you touched on it, yep. is a very it's <laughs> a very special stream uh-huh that was not planned Okay, I, I need uh-huh. to emphasize <laughs> it's not planned. So if you want to talk about authentic, yeah. you got like the authentic, you got the most real it could have been, right? Uh-huh. Um, basically, it was a, um, another streamer um, who basically wanted to ask me for Valentine's Day. He yeah. did a presentation deck because everyone knows I love me my Google Slides and my Google Forms. Uh- um, <laughs> so he did a presentation deck on why, um, I, why not just me, uh, yeah. but why me and chat should go out with him. Do you, do you get what I mean?
0: I, I get it. Yeah.
1: So he's not just asking me out. Yeah. He's asking chat.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so creative.
1: <laughs> so I was like, okay. And um, on hindsight, right, mm. really not that smart of me because like I literally just gave another person um full ability for that 15. Like I, I did, I looked through the slides for an hour because I'm a yeah. huge staller. Yeah. So we, we looked at the slides and he could have put dirty photos in there. Ah. And I would have not known, right? Because I've never seen the slides.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: But I, uh, first of all, I, I ha- I know him, like, uh not, like, I didn't know him in real life, yeah. but like we met on on stream and yeah. and um, and and we've spoken, and I know he's like not like a, not a creep. Yeah, but it's hard to tell nowadays, it's right? It's true. So he he kind of passed the creep test, yeah. kind of um, and and then yeah, so he did the slides. So I was like, okay, thankfully. Nothing crazy. No, yeah. It was actually really, really fun. Yeah, I think yeah, Chad yeah. enjoyed it a lot as mm, well. Mm, mm. And Chad voted yes before I could say anything. <laughs> so Chad peer pressured me and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like basically also uh, I went on the Valentine's uh date with him and like I mentioned uh because I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Yes. So I was like, Yeah, I don't mind, but we have to bring Chad. Mm. no compromise it has to be something that chat can come along with yeah, yeah yeah, and he took that into so much consideration oh my goodness
3: that's so sweet. Um,
1: very 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 kind um mm. and it was a really good time chat really <laughs> i think chat enjoyed it a lot as well um but uh and it showed me actually that those kind of streams yeah like has value has a lot of, mm. a lot of value and it, it, when i when we ended the stream it was kind of like wow that didn't feel Tiring at all? Oh, that's so nice. You know, it was like it was like such a good time, and chat had such a good time, and we had such yeah. a good time, and it was great. So yeah,
0: <laughs> awesome. So no limits on being authentic, you know. Even I like, don't even, think that's even a love life with. Uh, well, of course, you bring along the <laughs> naggy parent chat along, right? lah. <laughs> uh-huh, but yeah, okay. Next question that we have for you. Yes, Denise uploaded a YouTube video in 2016 named "Transient," where she reflected <laughs> about her year in 2016 and confided. Uh, on how tumultuous the year was for her. Wow. Has being raw and real become easier for you now as compared to 2016 when you posted that video.
1: Wow. Did I tell Alastair that I had that video? Alastair, did he I tell you? He is dangerous, that's all I'm he saying. Did. Um, I love that video, thank Don't
0: you. Don't be surprised if he knows like, oh, you know who's the, ma- who's the supplier for the...
1: For the emo- earrings. Yeah, the emote
0: <laughs> earrings, yeah.
1: Oh, I'm not surprised if he would know. Um... <laughs> So to give a bit of context, yeah, twenty sixteen yeah, sure. was a uh, very tough. in my young life, lah, Right? How challenging yeah. can life be for for us? To be honest, we are, I, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Look, we're very blessed. We have. But a, it
0: can get pretty tough. It I can, yeah, it yeah. can.
1: But like you know, I, I also like to think like I have a house. I can eat what I want mm, to eat. Mm, mm,
0: uh, mm. I
1: think life is like God is Could good. Could be worse. Could be very Could worse. Be worse. Yeah, but for my young little soul, <laughs> <laughs> life was pretty like I uh, like then. Um and um. I, was, I, I, I do a lot of writing. Mm. I used to do a lot of writing. Uh, I used to like have a blog and like I would like write things in oh, it. Okay. Um, um, and so I was reflecting on that year and um, I was like, okay, why not, why not try and make a video? Yes. I remember as I wrote that, that, that wrote out what I wanted to share, it was actually really negative. Hi. And like this year was like trash and like I, you oh, know goodness. like this happened and that happened. And then I was like, okay, I wrote it all out and I was like, okay, let's reframe it and then i wrote what became transient yes um and and i posted it with no expectation of anything um but the the return was insane ah. um the amount of times people have told me how that video has motivated them or encouraged them yes. to uh you know look more positively or to try new things and and basically just it was just good like uh like they really enjoyed the video and and Mm. i was like wow i will never be able to make anything like transient ever again (laughs) and so i haven't
0: why why not
1: yeah i'm uh, so uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) in two words or less yeah in one sentence or less
1: um my self-limiting insecurity of not being able to make anything better than that?
0: Oh, man. I, I thought I, I thought I had a really punny answer, like, oh. because the feeling was transient.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, fun fact. I actually chose transient because because uh, my, my pastor was talking about how life was transient. Right, And right. that was the day I was filming mm. it. I was like, wow, transient. Such a beautiful word. I shall add it in. It is um, transient. Yeah.
0: For those of you that don't know the meaning of transient, uh, I have um, quickly Googled it Adjective, Wait, lasting did you seriously Google? only a short time. Oh, wow. Impermanent.
1: Yes. Transient. So life is transient.
0: It is. It really is. And, and, Here today, yeah. gone tomorrow.
1: Exactly. And that video was celebrating that life is transient. Because
0: mm, mm, it's so mm, easy mm. to
1: be like, oh, another day gone. You know, like, yeah. uh, sedge. Like, that's it, right? But I, I wanted it to be like, look at how much we've done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: so the video ended up being a celebration of all the things I did that year that I forgot about just because I was so overwhelmed with my oh. sadness of like how yeah. trash this year was. But wait, there's always opportunity mm,
2: mm, even mm. In,
1: in in what is in not good, right? Yes, yeah. in adversity, exactly. And, and so that was basically what Transient was. Um, again, TLDR, like the reason why I didn't do anything like that is because I just felt like I could never be... Uh, I could never write like that again. I mm. felt like as I grew older, I, I might have gotten better with speaking, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot lousier with writing my emotions down. Right. So I, I lost quite a bit of that.
0: Yeah, um, no regrets though?
1: If I could, I would do it again. Oh. Huh? 100%. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but uh, that video is the best it will ever be. Mm, if you mm, give mm. me all the resources to remake that video, it would never be as good yeah that's a, that I know that for a fact like that was like that's it that's mm. it for transient.
0: but now you know because like you mentioned about how there's a shift in, in skill set in, in that aspect yeah. right do you think that being uh, raw and real has become easier
1: oh yes I'm sorry I didn't answer the no, question
0: no that's right? fine that's fine that's what I'm here for has <laughs> 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 it um... become easier for you because you know, it it it, it takes an, a a certain kind of metal to be yes. to be raw and real with yes. yourself, especially on the internet.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah.
0: So, do you think this has become easier for you?
1: Yes, uh, a lot easier. And I what think...
0: would you like attribute that to? If it tra- just transient or things that you know? What are some milestones?
1: Um. When I was really young, I used to do vlogs. Ah. Um. They're all private that now. Don't try. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah! Uh,
1: <laughs> I used to do vlogs um, as a way to re- reflect. Right. So like I a, like a
0: video yes, journal. Like
1: YouTube, literally. Right. Like, hi guys, today I'm going to do this. Blah blah blah. Or I come home from school, literally secondary school in my uniform. Yeah, yeah and Like, yeah. guys, what do you think about? Like, I would talk to yeah, and yeah, I would yeah. do that, and it goes all the way back to when I was a, was a kid. Um yes. And and I I would be a bit uh, more. Open a bit more honest Um, I had some my family had like our own struggles uh, growing growing up together and so I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my parents Um, and I guess as a young kid that's like all you want from your parents you just want their attention Mm -hmm. so I used to write in a a diary I would write every day I have five of these so five years I write in a diary about my day can be good can be bad secondary school like oh this person liked me (laughs) like you know like, like basically but I would always give my diary to my mom to read it, oh, and she would write notes in it and pass it back to me,
0: like spelling error check that. Kind no, of. <laughs>
1: like uh, like she would comment like it's good that this happened or oh. I'm glad that you are thinking oh like God, this that's so wholesome. because that was the only way we could spend time together.
2: I see because
1: of what was happening in our family and and you know, uh, from a very young age I had to learn to grow up, and to to learn how to manage my own emotions and this was one of the ways that was like kind of like it's kind of like holding hands with my mom in that yeah. sense. This is the book, so um. So I really enjoyed a little bit of that. And I think she had like a lot of little notes in it yeah. that I might have forgotten now, but I'm very sure of the reason of, of who I like why I'm who I am today. Because, you know, she would tell me like, I would I would be hella honest, like, um, this girl didn't like me and try to like, you know, turn me against me. I really don't like her. And my yeah. mom would like, and I'll just like, I casually give the book to my mom, right? And my mom would be like, it's okay, but you know, and then yeah, she would yeah, like yeah. respond back so as nice. little or as much as she can, right because she's also busy, she's working, she has to take care of my family.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, but but I think those that was really the the seat that that made everything else happen, why I decided to do YouTube videos because mm, then videos mm. was the way I could communicate with my parents. I would make like uh, birthday videos for my mom for her birthday, and yeah, and then um, you know eventually writing on blogs was another way of expressing she could read it anytime she wants
2: Um,
1: and eventually more people started reading it so i think i i was uh, exposed to social media really young as well Mm -hmm. so Mm
2: -hmm. then
1: i learned like people can see everything so then i got a bit more cautious of like what is out there but still being authentic in that sense Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah fantastic (laughs) awesome this actually leads us to our next section, section wow. three. I'm right, too great. <laughs> right, because he actually conveniently named the third section transient.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, either either he's really clever or you know we need to get more creative. So uh, please get us a creative director. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in transient. Okay, so question seven, right? In the YouTube video transient, Denise said, "Quote: Wow, there are points where I had lost my direction. Comma, people I loved. Comma, my hope." <laughs> comma my confidence comma and eventually I had lost myself Yikes. along the way end quote was 2016 a year of self-discovery and what have you learned from that year? <laughs>
1: Yikes, come on, you called the video.
0: <laughs> he is dangerous. <laughs>
1: Wait, can I just say my writing was so pretentious? Like, uh, <laughs> like I was like a little kid trying to like be those, like, uh, you know those what? youtubers,
0: you know, but you know what? We were all once little kids feeling things, yeah. You just kind of put it in video form,
1: yeah. I guess yeah. so. Um, wow, a lot of things happened in 2016, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I can't really exactly remember. I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism of mine to forget things. Um, The big thing that did happen that year was that I I got uh, cheese on. Oh. That was like, yeah, whatever, right? But like, yeah, like I got like cheated on uh, back then. Um, so that was like really difficult. That was the first time I actually went to the hospital because of a, of, a, of, a, of a panic attack that oh, happened in, in, in public. And yeah. um, just all those things just don't sound nice together. Panic attack, public hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like just, you know, so it's just a bunch of these things that happened that year. And, mm. and I think a bit happened at home as well. Um, uh, uh, and um, yeah, so... I guess that's the reason for that sentence. Mm-hmm. But that year was... It's so funny because I remember saying in Transient like uh, how much I started to... I wanted to learn how to love uncertainty.
0: Yeah.
1: Because essentially that was what 2016 was. Hella yeah. uncertain. Right? No,
0: and like and like that sentence itself is actually a really challenging one which, yeah. which I I need to give, to give you credit for for thinking of it in that young because as human beings we are not programmed to love uncertainty. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you know? And like having that thought, sort of like thought for yourself is something that I think is respectable.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I just really wanted to, that, that, that year really taught me how to embrace mm. the uncertainty of right. everything. That everything, every single damn thing is transient. What I mean by that, from the relationship that I was in to the feelings I felt being cheated on, from being, having the, the panic attacks, from being in the hospital, everything was transient. Everything came and went.
2: Mm, mm. And
1: and instead of focusing so much on the fact that it arrived, yeah. I wanted to focus on the fact that it was past and then ah. focus on what I had learned. Um so so um that was really where I was driving at with that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, you know, and and also reminding myself that actually my mentality towards life is one of the only things that will stay constant, right? It is. And yeah. that will guide me through all of the challenges regardless of what happens. Um so that was that was transient. I I'm sorry, I don't really remember exactly what happened that year. Yeah. Like uh but the years after that. Well hello,
0: man. But it's good. You know, as in like you know, I, I think I think it's once again it's really highly commendable that like through a year where there's a lot of struggle, you managed to pick out the the right approach to your struggles. Which I would say you would attribute it back to your core. Mm. Your faith. Mm. Perfect.
1: Everything to my core. Nice. It's All right, mom. next question.
0: Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and, your, and your little notes in her diary. Yes. Okay, in 2020, Denise wrote on an Instagram post, I quote, Wow! Life is so transient, and I am so grateful for God's strength throughout every st- single moment of my life.
1: You quote my Instagram?
0: <laughs> I have never been happier and more excited for a brand new year, end quote. How has your opinion about the transience of life changed from 2016 till now? <laughs>
1: That okay, I, I know what Instagram post that was. <laughs> I, I it was I, I think I, I know what Instagram post that was. Yeah. Um transient has literally become my favorite word like ever since I did well, uh, Transient to be video. fair, it's a pretty good word. Yeah, it's a very pretty word.
0: It's a very pretty word. Very it sounds pretty it, word. and like and like to the to the uninitiated, it sounds really inter- intellectual. Yeah, like
1: haha, transient. It's like, like it's like
0: transient. Yeah,
1: you wanna like sound like cool.
0: Yeah transient. Yeah, man. Just like walk
1: away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So how is my approach? What yes. was? How is uh...
0: Uh, that? the the question would be right. How has your opinion about the transience of life, right, changed from then till now?
1: Um. I would say that. It's, Why has it not changed? I would say it's become um, it's ingrained in in me. Now. Right. So it's um, something that I it's like my... It's become like a bit like... I, not, I wouldn't say my mentality, but like my perspective maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like life moves a bit. Like, the transience happens a lot faster now. In yeah, the past, yeah. I would like maul on things a lot, a lot longer. But now when things happen, like big things, not small things, big things happen to me, big changes. I have that moment of... of you know, sadness or grief or whatever. But yes. I, I move on a lot quicker and I move on a ah. lot better and faster and stronger um, to the point where like I could have gone through like a really serious like health situation and no one would know because like... I you that's, move on from that. Yeah, because like I recognize how transient life is, why life is so transient, yeah. right? And then what my purpose is ah. in the midst of all of it. Um, so I just like... And then we just go, right? <laughs> so like we just go. We just keep going. Um, So... I'm sure it's changed, but Mm, I I can't mm. I don't know how to to phrase it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I know it's just something that I am very aware of.
0: Right. But the first first thing off the top of your head will be that you've found your footing more in that aspect, in that in that philosophy.
1: Yeah. In that
0: personal mantra. Yeah.
1: And like, you know, like when bad things happen. Yes. Um, maybe in the past I would be very obsessed or like over the fact that something bad has happened. Mm, But right mm. now when bad things happen to me, I'm like yeah, you know, like they happen next week. Like, 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 thirty year old me is gonna like say this is a good opportunity to learn, <laughs> right? Like, twenty sixteen year old me wasn't gonna had no idea I was going to talk about Transient, the video, so much in like a podcast, right? But now it's like, become such a big learning point for me. To
0: be fair, early 2016-year-old you didn't even know Transient was going to be a thing.
1: Exactly, right? <laughs> so, so my mind just thinks like that now. Like, oh, you know, like a few years from now, like, this might be a moment of great learning. Mm. This might be a great moment to, to share ex- my experiences. Ah. And I think that way right now. So when I was going through really difficult times in 2020, I knew like, one day I'm going to be able to share this story well to other people to mm. help them. So maybe that's how the transience of life has helped me. I yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah. but like yeah. I feel like it's molded my uh, my approach to life a lot more. So
0: you have like a very forward thinking mindset that makes you. I don't know. I, I if I'm un- if I understand this correctly, it's as if you are your own bad example, and yet you are also your own good example I guess in so. that sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you recount things.
1: Yeah, it's like I. Fantastic. I I I always tell uh, this to people, and I think Chad will know this as well. Yeah, yeah. That you know, I wouldn't mind if bad things happen to me yeah. than to for example you. Right. Because I know that if something bad happens to me, I have my call to help me through. Right. Right. And and I would use it as an opportunity to to show the good in times of bad. Mm, Whereas mm. if like, it happens to you and like, if you, if you are mentally not able to cope with it and stuff like it's very difficult. Like, I yeah. don't want you to go through that. Exactly. Um, so, so sometimes I like to say that uh, so recently in, in, in my chat, even yeah. um, we got uh, spammed. Um, some really like, I think what is crude, like really crude images mm, in my mm, chat mm. and it was non-stop and it was, uh, it's not a pleasant experience, right? Because someone is like sabotaging you. Mm, mm. Um, but I, I said like, I, I told my chat like, you know, I'm happy that it happened to me. So now we know how to handle it together. Yeah. If it happens on someone else's chat, you know how to help that streamer, right? Mm, if mm, if mm. something were to happen or, and what if they're smaller? Like, yeah. how? and what if they panic? What if they freak out? You yeah, know? Yeah. So it was like a learning experience for all of us and I was happy to, in that sense, take the bullet, but actually, it's just more of looking at it from an yeah, opportunity yeah. to share, right?
0: Absolutely. You know, I think I think I sh- like I appreciate it. I appreciate your sentiment. I I would like to say that I also share I also share a similar philosophy in that aspect to you. In the sense that, like, I don't take um bad things as like oh no, like this is my lot in life. You know that kind of thing. And <laughs> I think I don't I don't uh let that get to me. And I try to use that to improve myself if possible. Yes. And I think this is something that is a rare commodity. So. More power to you. (laughs) Okay, so we'll move on to the last question from this segment before we move back to chat. Yay! Okay. Denise also said, I quote, we aren't made to understand everything. We were made to be uncertain. End quote. What do you want to say to people who are afraid of how much life changes and are anxious for the future? Um... (laughs) I it's getting really, really philosophical
1: right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm so I'm not a philosophical person. I can't even pronounce the word. <laughs> um, but um I don't know, when you know, I I was told um yeah. that yeah, we humans were not made to understand everything. Right. If if we knew everything then we'd be gods, right? That's literally yeah, that's what true. I said in the video. Mm-mm. Um and I don't know, I just found it comforting to know that there's so many things in the world that we don't understand the human mind only gets to a certain point and that is still not everything it is it will never be everything a, yeah. and um that really motivated me to try everything
2: mm, because mm.
1: in this entire life that i live i will never get to do everything but You're i sure? want to make sure that i've done everything that like i'm interested in yeah. that i'm passionate about yeah, yeah, yeah. um and 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 um and make sure that I, I do it to the best that i can right mm. not just doing it like sluggishly and and i had that approach especially in poly in school ah. like i wanted to make sure like when i did my work i did it well yeah. you know i i enjoyed learning um there weren't really exams so i didn't have that exam issue um but even if it was like doing a paper i want to make sure i did it well mm-hmm. um wanted to make sh- and, and i wanted to make sure that you know it's something that i'm happy to have done
0: yeah
1: um so the question was if the question would be, because, because mm-hmm. you,
0: you have a really, I want to say, um certain personal compass when it comes to yeah. these kind of things. So the question would be, right, what would you say to people who are afraid of how life changes, or rather, people who are overwhelmed? What's one piece of advice you would give to them?
4: Overwhelmed with If they change? are
0: anxious mm-hmm. for the future.
4: Um...
0: Right, because you mentioned that how you make yourself comfortable with uncertainty, but not yeah. everyone's like that right? yes of course so what's one piece of advice would you give that you would give to someone who is feeling overwhelmed because of their uncertainty?
1: Wow, I don't know if there's like a one answer, but I would love to know why mm,
0: mm, mm. I think
1: the why once you know why people yeah. are uncertain why or why are they afraid of the uncertainty yeah you're, then you' then I'll be able to help them a lot more right. some people are afraid to lose something
2: yeah for sure whether
1: it's money pride you know people Mm. um then you've got to ask yourself like why do you want to like uh why does that matter so much in the Mm. first place Mm. a lot of the times it's really that it's it's that small shift you know sometimes all you just need to poke at the person yeah and they're like oh actually it's, it's not that scary so yeah for sure um my very vague advice is to to know why you do things right or to try and understand why you do the things that you do, or why you feel the way that you do, right. when you are more in touch with that side of yourself, um, mm. then you'll be able to face your own emotions a lot better. Um, so I think I I don't know if I don't know if that helps. I'm trying to think of like a more like a tangible piece of advice. Mm. Um,
0: or maybe something that you apply to yourself. Is that something that you actively apply to yourself that you can tell? someone who might be struggling
1: well the the most the thing that i always tell myself is if i don't do it then i then i will regret it Ah. so my re- re- most recent example is um is my mentorship program cat dojo right. that i yeah. started for streamers tell us more
0: about, a bit more about cat dojo for um, our youtube videos
1: <laughs> so basically cat dojo is um is a mentorship program uh, program that I've created um, to help streamers whether yeah. in Singapore locally or internationally to uh, grow their streams effectively Or and, and I like to say it's to help you understand how to be a better streamer and human being mm-hmm. um, I think what we what I try to teach um is purely from my experiences uh, building startups and building communities, and also from from stream and yeah. what I've what I've done through streaming. Um, I was so reluctant to do it. <laughs> I was like, "Why? Oh my goodness! I don't even know how to how to share yeah. the anxiety I felt. Yes, from wanting to do it because I have never done anything like that. Yeah." for myself. So I've like, yeah, you'll be like, well, but you built companies, right? But that's for someone else. That's another person. Like I'm helping that person, right? But this one is mine. The only person that can hold me accountable is me. The only person that will help, will make this work is me. So nobody else. I'm doing this alone and it's hella scary, right? And and transient is that same, falls into that same category. I did transient for me, for no one else.
0: Mm -hmm. But that
1: also means that there's a higher chance I don't do it. Because mm, 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 if mm. I don't do it, I don't, no, nobody gets no, hurt. You, you're
0: you not accountable to anyone. Exactly. Right. Mm.
1: So, um that was Cat Dojo for me and I, there were so many nights, I remember, I, I did workshops as well mm, to test mm. the waters and I remember I was planning the content and I was like, why did I do this? Like, I am so, I am not the person mm, to be mm. doing this. Who am I to run a workshop mm. on streaming, on mentoring? Like, why like why do I think I can do this yeah and then I try to like like I told you try to like apply what I what I shared right yes well like why not like and then I realized it was a lot of insecurity with myself the yes. the inability to see what I have what I have been able to do yes I'll be very honest until today I don't think I am very good at this um uh and I, I it's I don't know why I can't I, I can't really see it, but that's me being very honest. Um but yeah, I was like, if I don't do cat dojo now, I will never do it. Yeah. And it will go away, just like all the other ideas I had. That it went will never, away. Yes, yeah. and it will just go away. Yeah. And then you have to live with the fact that you didn't do another transient part two, you didn't uh-huh. do another cat you didn't do your cat dojo and, and I was like, Yeah, okay, let's just try. And that yeah. was essentially what I did. I just tried. Put it out there. Made a website. Set back. I was like, nobody's gonna sign up. <laughs> and then like shriveled into my bed. And then <laughs> you know. And then suddenly like there were interviews. Like and then now we're at, like this part. And uh, and now I have to be accountable yes. to the people that have signed up. To the yeah. people who are who are here. My mentees. My three existing mentees. I'm yeah. accountable to them. You know and and. I guess it makes it easier for me because now I know I'm p- accountable to people as compared yeah. to just myself. But I could have easily have, have never done it. Yeah, Nobody's lives would have changed. And yeah. I think that's what I don't like. I want to change lives. Ah. Yeah.
0: Well, that was actually really insightful because I think like like uh, the whole the whole point where you reach um a certain point in your life where you ask yourself why not instead mm-hmm. of why was a very, very, very important step I guess for people to take to overcome certain barriers that they set for themselves mm-hmm. especially like how you mentioned a lot of these times these kind of expectations are set for yourself by yourself right and if you if you forget to ask yourself why not you're just going to be like why, why 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 and either you do nothing about it or you paralysis by analysis and also end up doing nothing about it.
1: yeah exactly so... got you
0: got you we'll move on to our next section which is section four well. okay section four is titled lonely Ooh. Well, this took a turn, yeah? But it's okay, <laughs> energy up. So, Denise said that secondary school was the toughest point in her life. And that she got bullied a lot for her <laughs> loud personality that rubbed people off the wrong way. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Firstly, tell us more about this situation. And secondly, how did you manage to keep being who you are despite the bullying?
1: Wow, secondary school was like dark times dark times i uh, but i owe all of my growth yeah. to my secondary school days uh-huh. so i think i faced like the worst of the worst case of social interactions in right. in secondary school right, right. and it prepared me for poly ah. so when i got like bullied in poly or anything like that like i like i knew you took it in strike. yeah like it was like i've been through worse this is <laughs> okay um the the main thing um, there was like a one big main thing that happened in, th- throughout my poly, uh, my secondary school life, right, right. and I just want to like give a disclaimer that it's all over.
0: It's over, but I mean, this is factual stuff that we're sharing, yeah, so that we know. Her I story. mean, like
1: it's it's um it's all in the past, right? right and right. I will I will come back to that. Okay. Um, but basically in secondary school, uh, specifically, there was this particular girl that didn't that didn't really. Like Yeah, like me right. very much. Um, she's in the same like age as same age as me, so same mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And um for some reason she just kinda made it her life mission to make my life really difficult. So, um
0: now, what are some things that they that happened?
1: So she would like tell like all the seniors things about me, right? And the problem was I was so young mm. that I didn't know how to respond to a lot of the things that she was saying. Mm. So it kind of fed to her narrative. Which on hindsight is genius for her by the way, like hella smart that she she knew how to do that' so young but mm. but like because I didn't know how to respond to all the things she was saying to me so I reacted right I was like angry I was like Ugh. I was like Ugh. and and then it made the, the seniors like, oh yeah she's not a she's not a good person yeah I remember like the times where the seniors were like like I would have six seniors sit with me at a table and tell me how bad of a person I am.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: and I was like in lower secondary school. So I was like 14, right? And uh, so many times like I would like go home crying or I have no friends and have no one to talk to. And because I've pretty much spoken like this for a big part of my life, like this, um, I was also not liked in school because people called me fake. They were like, oh, why you got Angmo accent? You know, like like uh, they'll be like, oh, why do you speak like that? Yeah. Um, And people, oh, you're just trying to be someone else. Oh, you're so fake. And, and so, especially like... um in the normal academic space where everyone's like
0: everyone's like, like this la. uh
1: yeah right so yeah, no. <laughs> um i i didn't have friends there as well so i basically just didn't have friends mm, full stop mm. right just constantly trying to find people that i could could connect with and i th- i would think i find people and then they just end up not liking me as well and uh it was a very difficult first second like first year second year um kind of kind of situation and um actually it was in my second 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 year of secondary school mm. that uh, I got to know God. Yeah. So I am not born from like a Christian house or anything. I right. um only met uh, I I met him like halfway. <laughs> so um He's just like,
0: hey yo Yeah I'm here. like kinda like we just kinda like
1: showed up like, oh oh um and that was really where it is gonna sound so cliche but it's really the truth where my entire life changed from yeah. that point on. Right. Um so I started to see things a lot differently. And uh, I remember in, in, in the Bible, in Matthews, chapter 5, I think. It's basically like a, like a paragraph talking about not to judge people. If, if, if someone slaps you on the right cheek, you turn to the left and like, give them mm, your left mm, cheek. Mm, um, and and um, obviously not to be taken literally. But that really showed me like, you know,
2: mm.
1: yeah, let me, let me keep that close to me. Yeah. So I, I had that and I, I had that really close to me and but I was still going through all of the hate mm. from, from, from various people, especially that girl that was trying to make my life very miserable. Um as miserable as it can get for a secondary school kid, mm. right? She's she she didn't steal from me, no no right. no. Um just more of like social side of things. And and then the test came okay you know like the, the life test yeah, so yeah. there would be moments in like um our secondary school journey where she, she would say oh we're friends now like we've made up like we're all good because if we didn't make up as friends um the teachers wouldn't give us leadership positions
0: oh right? because it was like big enough that everyone knew yes that's right? how
1: big it was so the teachers were like y'all can't get along so one of you will not be in the ex go for the prefectorial board and back then the prefectorial board was my life man <laughs> I was like are you serious and like she was trying to like run for it as well so yeah. I remember there was like one day we like shook hands she's like oh we're all fine she was not fine with me not at all um and we were in the same theater club as well Mm. so like you know like we just a lot of close interactions um and and then one day it came where we were both um, nominated for this camp where you go to like for like four days and three nights it's like a a camp it's like a leadership camp and i was like oh man <laughs> I just don't even want to be close to her at this point. And then I find out, oh, we're in the same group because there's like different groups. Yeah. We're in the same group. I'm like, okay, okay, right. And then after that, I find out we're in the same room. Oh
0: we, we're going to be
1: rooming together for the whole week. And I just cried at the podium of like my school. And I remember messaging my mom. I was like, I have to room with her. And and there was a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. But the immediate thing that ran through my mind after that was Matthew's five. If she slaps you, let her turn around and <laughs> slap in the other side. I was, was kind of like,
0: speaking of Matthew's five, Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Matthew's five, verse t- thirty nine. Okay, <laughs> but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also.
1: Yeah. So, um so I was kind of like, oh my goodness, why? I was like, you know, like, like out of everything, like this, like like it's not. I I don't. But I know I should not question why why God does the things that yeah. he did. But I definitely questioned at that point. I was like, why did you put me in the same room as her? There's so many other girls, so many other people. Like, so I had so many things. But just just Matthew's five just like kept going through my head. And I was like, yeah. okay, you know what? I'm just going to try. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do, right? Yeah. I, am I going to back out of it? Hell nah. Because yeah. this is my opportunity, yeah. right? I'm not going to crumble. Um, but it was the most challenging week. Basically, I told myself, no matter what happens, I will let her do anything and everything she wants. I basically don't step on her toes, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So we're in the same room. The room only has two beds, and the other one is just a mattress on the floor. Mm. Before we can even say anything, I just say I take the the, the mattress. I, I ain't gonna fight. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because first of all, that's the conversation of who's gonna get the bids and then the yeah, another yeah, yeah. conversation of who takes the bottom, who takes the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know I'm gonna take the mattress because it's uncomfortable it's on the floor. Yeah. And things like uh, very small, minute things like, oh, she wants to go to the shower first, go ahead. Yeah, she yeah. wants this, go ahead, do that, do this. Um, the only thing I I never really compromised on was I get like I guess the opportunities that was given to me during the the program. Mm. Um it was gonna it was all the same anyway. But I remember doing that camp on the last day of that camp she actually messaged me and um she said i'm not as bad she she said to me like that i'm not as bad as a person as she thinks i am which i I don't know where she got that from and then she said i forgive you i was like and in my mind i was like what are you forgiving me for (laughs) i didn't do anything to you and but i was just celebrating because i finally felt like she actually meant it and um it felt like a war had ceased, right? Like the war mm, was mm. over. Like yeah. it didn't matter if if she forgave me. Like I don't care. Like the fact yeah, is yeah. that it feels like it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, fast forward, we are actually really good friends today. And she's oh probably goodness. one of the people that will be at my wedding. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so we um after that whole thing, um, we actually became really good friends. Um, really, really, really good friends, even unto Polly and like even though we're not close, like we we're not super close, we don't talk all the time. But yeah. like, uh, we know we're always there for each other. I've surprised her at her house with my mum for her birthday like twice um, over the few years, yes. and um, it just showed me like it it was a lot, right? Because that meant that I had to also forgive everything that she had yeah. done to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was tough, man. It was not easy, right? Yes. But I didn't think that that was as important as trying to possibly make a friend, right? And I have asked her, you know, like yeah, like, what was it? Yeah, right? I'll be like, yeah. hey, I was like, hey, uh so why didn't you like me she would. She has never answered that question yeah and I don't force her to
0: you because, know what secondary yeah. school things
1: no yeah and there could be a lot of reasons right anyone could speculate anyone can assume but it's not my place Yeah. and to be honest it's okay man I mean mm-hmm. we are all young and we are all like trying to figure ourselves out that was her time of exploration and again like I told you from the very beginning all of that Became this experience for me yeah. to share to other people yeah. and to learn from. So, uh, it's crazy. Like, like I remember, I would I would always tell her, "Wow!" Like, or like in like Instagram posts when I post of like photos of her, I'm like, "This friendship is so uh, strange, <laughs>
0: That's surreal." And, yeah. yeah,
1: and she won't shy away from that. She knows it's a very odd friendship yeah. but it doesn't matter the fact is that we are friends now
0: yeah and it's behind you
1: yeah so fantastic Um, I went on a sh- sh- spiel that was so long <laughs> I'm so naggy I'm so sorry
0: no you're fine don't worry about it
1: that's what podcasts are
0: yeah that's what podcasts are <laughs> you know what you know what You, you more of these these kind of stories actually you know why I like podcasts let me tell you why okay when we get people on to, to share these kind of stories right it may not relate to everyone mm-hmm but there may just be that one person who might be listening who needed that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So you're doing good. Thank you. Yeah? But, uh, so, okay,
0: yeah. In that, you know, following that vein, right? So what's one piece of advice I want you... Uh, this is my own personal question, yeah? So what's one piece of advice you would give to someone who's being bullied?
1: Not to be taken literally, but if they slap you on the right, turn to the left and let them slap you on the left cheek. And basically, what I got from that uh, verse is basically um, to, to be humble, la.
3: Right? Mm. Humble
1: yourself. Um, and I think what really helped me was knowing that she was just as lost, lost. with herself as I was. Most mm. of, no, all of my bullies were lost. I've had, this yeah. is, let's, let's fast forward to Polly. Yeah. I've literally been bullied because I am flat chested. And I'm like, you are in poly, and we are having this kind of conversation. It's kind of mean. Yeah, and I, I mean, I love who I am, right? You know, like I, I'm not, I wasn't so affected by the fact that she said, like she called out a fact. I was more affected by the fact that people actually like laughed and like, like, what is this? What are we, right? Yeah. Kids, like, and and, but and, like, my bullies would show their dislike for me. But the truth is that I've never done anything to my bullies for right. them to actually, mm. factually, logically Have something dislike against me. You, right? yeah. yeah, and they don't like that. <laughs> you know, they don't like that. They don't like that I am. I'm a clean slate.
0: I guess in a roundabout way, they are the ones who are hurt. You know, they're yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. who are lost. And
1: I, I, I think I, I, I keep that in mind. Mm. So I don't go out to make their lives miserable.
0: Yeah.
3: But
1: um, I try to show kindness as much as I can. And I think if we have the ability to show kindness in any moment, in any point of our lives, we should. Um, So I guess that's my advice. Just, you know, humble yourself. Um, If you see, like, they need help with something, help them. If they take it the wrong way, so be it. I've been taken... uh, People have taken things... I don't know how to explain it, but, like, basically, it's just... um,
0: Taken in the wrong way.
1: Yeah, right. People mm, have misread have, your intentions. Yeah, Miss. thank you, thank you. Yeah, like they've misread my intentions, but I don't care.
2: Mm, mm. I just
1: if I've I i want to help and i if I have managed to, yay. And then that's it. Um and most of the people who've bullied me mm. have nothing against me anymore. You know, like you just run out of things.
0: It's true. You can't have I mean you it, that it, it I, I believe in the phrase kill them with kindness. Mm -mm. Because when you're nice and kind to someone, like, how long can this person stay angry at you for nothing? Yeah. Right. It's just not logical. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And I think that's my, that's that's kind of my approach to some of like this, the hate I get sometimes. Which is normal. Yeah, unfortunately, you know?
1: especially if we wanna put ourselves out there. When right? we
0: exist on the internet, yeah, it comes your way. No matter and, what. Yeah, and and like you know, I, let me just I, I just want to share an anecdote because you, you brought up the whole point about about body and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So personally, the first uh YouTube comment I've ever received, and I'm very open about this, the first YouTube comment I ever received on on TSL, mm-hmm. okay, was uh back when I was like two three 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 four years ago. Someone made a comment about my teeth. Right. So they were like, wow, the guy in the sweater, his teeth cap so big, can play block catching. <laughs> so I had a good laugh about it, but I was but this was this used what? to be a thing that I was really insecure about. Mm-hmm. So I'm born with eight missing teeth.
1: Wow. And as a
0: result of that, right, my teeth are evenly aligned, and that's why That's so cool. You see the, wow, the gaps. Wow, okay. Yeah. So a habit of mine that has formed is that I I don't even do it intentionally, but I do this sideways thing where I smile sideways, I talk sideways. Uh- I used to be really, really self conscious okay. about it, but it has reached a point where I it, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah. And sometimes when people bring up like, like, oh, why does he talk sideways, right? Wow! Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then I'll just be like, oh, I used to be really insecure. It's a bad habit. I can't get rid of it, but it's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think this is really useful because after you mention these kind of things, not like firstly, right. People can't be hating on you anymore. It's a thing, right? It's just a thing. Yeah. Right? What if what have, if I got into an accident, and I lost a finger? That's just a thing. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And like, you know, the people who actually are concerned about you or people who, who preserve your community, they actually stand up for you. And in yeah. that, that in that, that kind of way, you know, it, it makes you stronger because there's support for you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's really, really, really cool, by the way. Like, thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with sharing all these things, but I do have eight missing teeth, so that's always my fun fact when I share. with
1: people.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that's why I have like teeth gap and I smile No sideways. reason
1: why, I just...
0: My mom just gave me a discount lah. Wow. The health booklet, the dentist open, then they'll just cross, 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 cross. <laughs> <laughs> you know those dental health checkups, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool. I have cool. many crosses on my dental health checkup.
1: That's why I kind of like dyeing my hair. Right. Uh, it's a little bit similar, but not really, right? Right, right. Um, Initially, like uh, it, 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 I dyed my hair for me. Yeah. But I realized that um, there was like a a bigger reason.
0: What what was the reason?
1: The the reason was that. I wanted to show people that just because you have dyed hair doesn't mean you are a particular person or a particular ah. way. So people see me, they're like, wow, look at the alien on the street. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like uh, hello, right? I'm like, <laughs> nothing like a alien or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And my first hair color was red, like right. uh, straight out of secondary school. So I'm the straight up alien color after yeah, secondary yeah. school. Yeah. Um, and um, But then people, when you get to know me, you realize, and people always say this, you are nothing like what you look. And I have no idea what to make out of it. I'm like, so what does that mean? Like, did you expect me to be a certain way just because I <laughs> I I wear like bright colors and I have yeah. like dyed hair, or like how did you expect me to look like? I get <laughs> curious. I want to know. Not in a challenging way, but it just you know shifts people's mindset about what they should expect from people Absolutely. and like yeah. and and like the world is um y- you know this shouldn't look at it based on certain things yeah, and assume sure. right we're we we're trying like, or oh, I'm trying to in the small way that I can by dyeing my hair break that barrier for people mm. um, so same same but different I yeah. guess um, it's, I find it I find it fun like an opportunity yeah. to, to then reframe the question when people ask you and be like why do you have X amount of teeth you know <laughs> and then you just see that face like then they're like, why you ask them? Like then why are you are? No, I'm just like, you know, like, it's it's fun, right? Like just it reframing is. the question and like challenging yeah, their of minds. Course. Yeah, so well,
0: that's a great approach to really. it. For me, I just straight up own up to me, so people don't ask. And will just be like, oh, I never noticed them. Like, well, eventually, well, you kind of did, right? Eventually, I... I believe you would, so I'll just tell you right mm, now. <laughs> I see, I see.
1: Well, uh, I honestly didn't notice.
0: Thank you. Just saying, like, thank you, Yeah. teeth gap gang. Teeth <laughs> gang, gang. Okay, so next question, we move on. Okay, so. Uh, Denise worked in New York yes. for the past, in the in the past for a while, yeah? I did. Even had to go through an LDR.
2: <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> Question is, oh, okay, no. did you ever feel lonely and how did you manage it? <laughs> okay, we didn't specifically go into the LDR, but yeah, yeah. now when it, that's out of water, right? So like, did you ever feel lonely and how did you manage it? <laughs>
1: Chat is so excited right now. Trust chat me. is excited.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm providing y'all, Chat, with like so many exciting pieces of new soap. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, I worked in New York back and forth for yeah, to about, about about two years. Right. Right. Um. I wasn't in New York all the time. Mm. So that's the, the the joy of my job. Right. Um. I, so I so it's could all come back
0: in the USA. Or oh, oh, right. It's between Singapore and New. In new York,
1: York City, right. specifically. Um. And I could um i would be there for a bit and then i'll be back
2: Mm-mm-mm. so i'm not
1: i'm not there for like an entire year right, right right uh i'm a very family person i i don't know how i would necessarily cope with that also being mm. so away f- being away from my family for so long um, i wasn't i never really felt lonely oh or i because never because
2: of what
1: i don't i i i'm trying to reflect on it right now right yeah my my time in new york was so busy then I didn't have time to be lonely.
2: Right. Or
1: I just knew how to deal... Because I'll be very honest with you, but I don't want to go into too much information about my work, but um, it was incredibly difficult. Right, right. And very draining... Um, and the work was lonely, I would say. But I didn't really feel like lonely, lonely in like uh in like in the city. Hmm. Um, not in a sense like oh, I miss my partner. Like you know, like <laughs> I never really like uh, felt that way. I would definitely yeah. miss my I, I definitely missed my partner my then partner. Um, but um, I wouldn't like have that. I don't think I had that big of a struggle with LDR as much as other people did. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I was just always so busy all the damn time. Yeah. That my favorite moments was when I was alone in New York City. Oh. That was when I was the happiest. Right. So usually my Saturdays are when I have all of my own time. Yeah. So I would wake up early. I would go to early I mean like 10.30 because yeah. like yeah. I'm tired right? Like we work like I work every day including yeah. Sundays like yeah. only Saturdays I don't really work. So I like wake up Uh. like early and then I would go and eat like at the ramen store, like down the street. <laughs> and then I'll get like a milkshake from my favorite uh, Davies milkshake. And I'll take a subway all the way to to Brooklyn to go thrift shopping for an entire day.
0: Oh my goodness. And yeah. I'll do
1: that and then I'll like just be by myself. Sometimes I would spend time with my participants just to like, you know, be with them, get to know them even better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was when I was like the happiest and that always helped me uh, curb the loneliness I think.
2: Mm,
3: mm, um mm. and
1: I call home a lot. So sometimes even when I was thrift shopping on my own uh, my my partner then would be on the call with me oh, and I'd be cute. like hey look at the street look yeah. at the shirt do you want that shirt you know like I, <laughs> and then he'd be like I want that shirt and I'm like you okay and then like no <laughs> so I I would have li- these little moments and um I would I would o- like I would even post on like Instagram back then I'd be like hi guys I'm at a I'm at a I'm at a what is that what is that? what is that called uh, outlet mall, outlet mall, uh, right? Yeah, the malls right. that sell things cheaper. Mm-mm. I'm like, guys, I'm at an outlet mall. Um, there are some caps here. Uh, anyone want anything? I- I'll buy it back. Uh, I'll uh, Tell me in two hours. And I'll leave that on my IG story. But it's at like 2 a.m. in the morning, right? Yeah, so yeah, benefit yeah. to the people who are awake. Yeah. And then they will tell me and I'll buy it back for them. So like, I just constantly like trying to stay connected with my friends at home. and um, But I-, I am a person that enjoys my own time and my own space. Right, right. A lot. Um... Don't know if that really answers the question about like being lonely and stuff yeah. like that.
0: No, Okay. I, I have a follow up question to that. So, would you say that like you finding all these, um like busying yourself, mm-hmm. is a coping mechanism of yes. being lonely? <laughs> okay. Well,
1: I, would, I don't know if it's a co- coping mechanism of loneliness yeah. in particular, but it is a coping mechanism. You I am what? a raging workaholic. Uh, everybody knows uh, I. I work a lot. Yeah. If I'm sad I work. If I'm happy, I work. Yeah. If I'm tired, I work. If I'm bored, I work. Or I find work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um yes, it's not necessarily a good thing. Mm. But I don't think I have that unhealthy of a relationship with work yeah. yet.
2: Right. Especially
1: in the past year with COVID, yeah. which really forced me to slow down. I think I've learned how to balance it a lot more. I, I I used to never give myself time to rest. Mm. N- n- not That's at all. That's less than ideal. Yeah, never. And um, now I, I I rest, even if it's like an hour. Yeah. And I try to allocate, I schedule it in my calendar sometimes to yeah. like, I must rest now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'm like, no, but then like I try to um, because I know how important that is. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I I have a very weird relationship with work. Like how maybe someone has a relationship with alcohol or something like that. I have it with work. I right. will create work. I'll find work. So like when I was uh in New York and I was I wouldn't say bored of my job, but I wanted to be inspired by the city again. I wanted to be inspired yes. when I go back to New York City. So I create I started a thrift store in Singapore. And what I would do is I would uh go thrift shopping in New York, bring the clothes back um to to sell those clothes. It's uh like a like I would curate a bunch of clothes yeah. and then I would like uh, like have a like a little store
0: that yeah, is incredibly enterprising you uh, don't know where you find the headspace <laughs> for that kind of thing
1: but because like, i was like i just want to do something that made me excited mm, and i remember mm, at that point of time um that was exciting it, right yeah. and then i had to go through my own challenges of like how do i thrift shop without the expectation in my own mind that i need to sell it
2: yeah yeah, yeah. right
1: because then like now i'm thinking of it like a business not just right, a hobby right, anymore yeah. same with streaming you know like um i saw the next steps to streaming i was like uh, but going to full time is not as easy as anyone thinks, right? Um, and some people have tried it and they've con- like reverted back to being just a hobby streamer, yeah, which is yeah, totally yeah. fine, by the way. Um, but all those all those things really kept me going and have motivated me somehow, some way. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, amazing. Okay, real follow up question from the stalker, let's talk. <laughs> right? as someone who has gone overseas to New York and Japan to work long-term in the past, right? What does home mean to you? Wow. (laughs) Philosophical. Philosophical.
1: Wow. Home is... um, Well geographically still Singapore Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, going overseas has and living not just going yeah not Mm -hmm. just like tourists going but living overseas has made me appreciate Singapore so much more you have no idea like how blessed we are here for what we have um, the convenience the efficiency the attention to detail all those things the safety the safety exactly 100% right COVID like proved at that point Um, but um home is uh I guess where my my parents are I think everything in my life has ch- like again is trans is transient right right so my experiences in Japan experiences in New York City all these things but the the constant thing that has been in my life are my parents right. so like when I was in Tokyo for the first time uh working on my own I was... I was nineteen when I was there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was pretty young. Uh, my parents flew down twice to to come down to That's Japan. Nice. You know, to yeah. to make sure I was okay. And yeah. Obviously, they're worried, right? But mm, um, for sure. Like those moments, really, like were the ones i remember the most and in new york all the calls i have with them i like to do this thing where i just put my phone on the table and then i eat my lunch and then like there it's like their dinner time and then we just talk so it's like we're having dinner together yeah. or like breakfast depending on the time zone right
4: yeah.
1: um or like i'll get a i'll get a donut from uh dunking donuts dunking donuts in, the, in new york is like insane by the way <laughs> so like i'll get like a donut from dunking donuts and and then like i would like eat eat it and then like it'll be like at night for them then we'll just have a talk and, I remember those things very vividly. Do I remember a lot of other things that happened? Not really. Um, So I guess wherever they are is where um, home is to me, knowing that there's um, always going to be these people who are uh, supporting me,
2: Mm, um, mm, looking mm, out mm. for me,
1: and I guess proud of me, even if no one else is. Um, there's always gonna be like extra, like extra humans. Like my partner then, or like you know, like my cousin. I'm really mm, close to my mm. cousin. Um, but my parents, they they are um,
0: yeah the constant.
1: Yeah, even though they might not have understood everything right. initially, right. which I don't expect them to. Um, they are definitely the they, they always tried. Ah. Yeah, and that mattered a lot to me. They always tried to understand what I was doing. Yeah, that's
0: so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man shout out to all the supportive parents out there you know you, you mean more to your kids than you know <laughs> alright let's move on to our next question yeah so it seems that Denise is in between not caring about what others spe- what others think and caring a little too much
2: <laughs> oh no
0: <laughs> does being an online personality and being open to people's opinions whether good or bad take a toll on you and does it ever go- ever get lonely following it on mm.
1: yeah well, this topic is uh intense, yeah. It is. Um, yeah, spot on. So I am especially I think after coming onto Twitch into streaming. Right. Um what people say has started to matter a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I see myself struggle with with that, right? Like caring so much about what people think, what do they enjoy, what do they like, what are they saying about me and, and I, I have there are countless of times where I've gone into another person's stream quietly, and they are just coincidentally talking about me. I'm not even in the conversation. I'm not even there. Like, how did my name come up? Yeah. And I get so anxious. I'm like, why are they talking about me? Like, like why I don't I don't know why. Um, and I I naturally start to think of the not so pleasant things. Yeah. And I'm hyper aware that like people will say not so pleasant things about yeah, me, for sure. especially when you're on social media, right? Mm. Um. So when that happens, it can go into like overdrive sometimes. And then all of a sudden, there's just like a flick of a switch. That's just like, I don't care. And I'm just like, I'm just going to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? And and if, again, it's the same with the cat dojo. If I stop, if I let people stop me from doing all these things, then I will regret it when I get older. Yeah, for sure. Um... So, I mean, there's obviously a difference with like caring too much about people's opinions versus getting feedback, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a whole mm-hmm. other conversation. Yeah. And I do a lot of that. Um, but sometimes I, and I sh- sometimes I share this with some of uh, my friends in chat as well. Like, I'm afraid. Like, how are y'all not bored of me yet? It's been seven months, right? Mm. Like, uh, how are you here? How are you watching me? Um, and why? Like, and then I get scared and, and nervous. But then at the same time, it's kind of like, no. Give them a reason why they should stay, right? Mm. And, and be like, let's go create that content that you want to do. All those things that you want to try. Let's just do it. Why are you so scared? So I'm constantly fighting um, and that journey, the, the process of the battle is lonely. It is. Because it's not so easy to just tell people like, hey, I'm kind of scared no one's going to show up today on the yeah. stream. And yeah. they're like, what are you talking about? You know yeah. how many viewers? <laughs> Still, I'm like, I'm like, uh, but you know, like I don't mean it in that way. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like internal um anxiety yeah, that sure. I feel and, and I think you resonate with that a lot. I do, I do. Actually. Um so uh thankfully I found very small people that that have been able to support me when I have these moments because it can get ugly I can be like and be like I don't know what I'm doing with my life and like <laughs> like I know I'm like all like happy and like jittery but we're all like human beings right for sure and we all have those like emotions so yeah. um, um, learning to trust that process a lot more the process of battling between myself
2: mm, and mm, learning mm. to
1: find a balance or like let them live harmoniously yeah. hope, like together so yeah
0: Fantastic. You are a star.
1: I am Schmoll.
0: <laughs> a star. <laughs> okay, follow-up question to that actually. Denise once said that she reminds herself, I quote, even if you are confidence in- <coughs> excuse me. Even if you aren't confident in yourself, have confidence in the community <laughs> that you've built. I'm nothing without my community. End quote. <laughs> How has your community Helped to ease that loneliness for you.
1: Wow! Wait, I love this question. Um, thank you so much, Alastair Pang. Thank you so much, Alastair Pang.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Um, I have said this. I said that. Um, to give context, I said that. Yes. Quote. Um, in my February reflection stream.
2: Right. Right. So
1: I did this thing where, uh, again, I love slides. I love Google Forms. I, uh. I I like to think I'm OG of those things. Um, I basically made a Google slide reflecting on my <laughs> on my month with with chat right. all the things we did right. why we did those things and what did we learn together what did i learn yeah. um and the thing and i tried and february was the my first month as a full-time streamer right
2: right so it was a
1: big month right yeah. i finally could devote my entire attention obviously some attention to my masters but most almost all of my attention to to streaming streaming and um and what i learned was like i was trying so hard to 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 grow because um very TLDR about my group, my stream journey, I blew up for some reason really fast, and the growth has been exponential, but naturally you will hit some form of plateau and I was afraid of that. So I wanted I was telling myself, no, how do I
0: grow? not plateau? Yes, right, yeah. Right.
1: Um so I was pushing all these things and trying all these things and I realized that, you know, it's okay because if there is anything that i have is this community of people right and i was sharing this i was sharing this with someone i was very close to i said i was um i know like i'm not a confident person i'm not as confident as people think i am as pe- what people see on social media i'm very i feel very incompetent i don't know how to see my own strengths i can share all these things with you right. i don't feel proud of myself in that sense i'm 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 proud of my values but i'm i'm not proud of what i've achieved um and um that person actually told me this sentence which i hold very closely um if you don't have confidence in yourself have confidence in the community that you've built mm. and i look at my community and i realize guys we have something really special here because um i don't know i not i don't know how special we are <laughs> but um people tell me that they they love being here and and they feel um something different compared to other chats and and Communities and um we throw the word community around a lot, right? But essentially, like we're just a group of people. And I've met a lot of them in real life, and they are as and even more inspiring and uh, as than than me. Mm-hmm. If you meet them, you'll be like, wow, they are so inspiring, and they are not afraid to share that knowledge and to share the kindness. And I see them doing that here, and I see them sharing that in other communities, um, yeah. whoever wherever they go to. And I'm like, we're shifting the needle, man. Like, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, I don't even know what the question was, but I can talk <laughs> I can talk for like ages about this this little thing. and I will always think it's a small thing that we've built together, and I never take credit for it. I am simply just a form, a bottle. <laughs> um, you know, like uh just like a uh, vein. Um, they are the substance. Like uh, I am the plastic bottle that holds the Pepsi. Ah, uh, aha. Uh-huh. So and
2: they, they are, are the Pepsi. Yeah, they are
1: the Pepsi. Right, right. So they are like the 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 the, the, the precious thing. I don't know mm. how to describe it. I'll I'll get better at that. But um,
0: I think I understand. I think. I understand. Yeah, kind of. I don't yeah. know
1: why I said like Pepsi. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but like um, just uh, I literally owe everything to them and um they always tell me like oh cat when you get bigger will you stop reading chat or like when you get when you get bigger will you like forget us i'm like hell no!" and i think chat knows like how hard i try to remember everybody and to stay connected with everybody and i think that's um the most important thing for me yeah
0: yeah fantastic fantastic i think this is this is especially useful for for content creators on the internet because you know it's tough yeah, It's tough. <laughs> it's tough, but it be like that sometimes. So, Denise, you're doing good?
1: Yes, very good.
0: Very good. Okay, then section 5. We will go into section 5 labelled meaningful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it gets all philosophical. Yeah, right? super. Yeah, okay, so Denise says she thinks about death a lot.
1: Come on, Lester. <laughs>
0: ah, <laughs> our stalkers there. She found all the, all the tea. And, wow. Okay, and she wants to be able to say that she said and showed... She loves her parents enough.
1: Mm.
0: How much has your parents helped to shape who you are today?
1: Wow, wow! Wait, those are like two really big things, right? Mm. Um, so
0: I guess in this context, the death is like human mortality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think uh, I well, fun random fun fact. Yeah. Um, I. Well, actually, it's not really a fun fact anymore. You kind of said it. I think about death a lot. Yeah. Um. I.
0: I don't like, really. As in, as in death, as in like. Your own death or dying.
1: Anyone's death. Right. Not killing somebody, but mm-hmm. like, um, you know, like Expiring. sometimes, yeah. When I sometimes when I'm uh, because I used to sleep in my parents' room, right. Um, with my parents, and um, I would like lie in bed and I sleep beside my mom, and I would just think like, how would her funeral look like? and like um i would would just think about that and um i would kind of like cry to myself because mm. just thinking about the day that one day i'm going to lose my mom and she's not going to be here anymore right um and i mean it's a uh, those kind of moments really helped me to treasure my parents a lot more right especially and not just my parents but anyone because kind of goes back to life being transient everything is going to go away for sure like, everything everyone yeah um Nothing in life is permanent. Mm. Um, and uh, that really made me realize how important it is to tell people how I, how I feel, mm. uh, especially about, about them. Um, and that's why I never hold back a thank you. I never hold back. Uh, I'm so grateful for you. And I always mean it every time I get the chance to say Because first of all, who knows? One day I might go mute and I might never be able to speak mm. ever again. Mm-hmm. Right? I think about that. But then obviously the more extreme way is I might die tomorrow. Nobody yeah, sure. knows literally yeah. and 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 it's really just changed the way I look at uh, how I do things. And when I have arguments with my parents, mm. I can't I like. I get like, all like, oh no, I must tell them I am sorry yeah. <laughs> for being disrespectful. <laughs> and then like, I'll send like a message, like maybe like the group chat or to my mom. I'm like, I am sorry for talking like that to you. You know, like,
0: mm, because... To make up for it. Yeah, yeah,
1: because what if one day something happens? What if tomorrow... don't
0: get to say that anymore? Yeah,
1: and and I, 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 I want to make sure that, you know, in my entire life, I have been able to do my best for them right. and for the people around me. Um... I think my relationship with death in that sense, it's a bit more healthy. I Mm. I don't like, I want to like, you know, or like anything uh, like that. uh, But it's more of like, I am so aware that anything can happen. So
0: it's like, it's not nihilistic. What does that mean? Which is like, uh, okay, let me just Google it so I don't, (laughs) don't mess this up. Okay. Nihilistic. Okay. So nihilistic means, right? Uh... Uh, the belief that life is meaningless because you know
4: Oh, I yeah, see.
0: That's not it's not like it's like a more um optimistic nihilism in the sense that like there is an expiration date and I'm gonna be optimistic with yes. what I have left.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um again it's just how I my outlook of life, I guess. Mm, mm, mm. Um and oh I wanted to share something about it, like totally slipped my mind. It's okay, you can continue try with what come you want to, to it. say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of um that's how like my relationship yeah. with death is like.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right. And like like in, in that sense, right? How has this philosophy and along with, with with uh your parents being who they are, how has that helped to shape who you are?
1: Um if I be super honest, mm. because of my childhood, yeah. I was never close to my family. Mm. Um I had to put in a lot of effort to be close to my family, to tell them about my life, to um, show that I'm there for them. Right, right. Um, just because of how things are like in at home. Um, I think as I get older, you know, they start to try and um, impart a bit more like wisdom to me. They try and like sit me down, and, like talk to me about certain things. And mm-hmm. I think the, the most important thing that I've learned is that I need to give my parents the opportunity to be parents Mm,
2: mm, because mm. it's
1: really easy for us to be like stop nagging at me or like i already know this why are you telling me but i like i just always remember that my parents are human beings as well Mm. like they are trying to figure out how to parent how how to do all these things that they're doing
2: yeah
1: um and i guess in that process like we motivate and inspire each other because I try to have all these conversations with my parents, they become more open and honest with me. Ah. And they are like, um, yeah, you know, that day you were talking about this and you know, and I will always ask them like, Hey, how's your friend doing?
2: Yeah.
1: Like I try to like remember like what's happened in their day and then they don't ask they don't really ask me. It's not their fault, right? But I, like they don't really ask me how my day is. So I try and ask them and then you know, we get a conversation going. And then now they're like, Oh, how's your like we we have more conversations. So mm. um I don't know, I just I maybe because of of my family of what has happened in the past, I just didn't have expectation on my parents to be parents. I just just constantly reminded myself like they are human beings trying to figure life too. I respect them forever because they are my parents. Right, mm-hmm. that doesn't go away. Um, th- when I say I don't see them like parents, I don't mean I I ignore all of that or mm-hmm, I neglect mm-hmm. that. But it's more of like giving them the opportunity to say that they don't know what they're doing mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm. not know what's happening what does this mean and, and then um, that's why I have quite a like a friend friendly relationship with my parents like my mom is my best friend ah. um, and like uh, we've even had moments where like we will be at a karaoke just the two of us and we'll be singing songs and I'll be filming this and I'll just tell her mommy I'm gonna play this at your way I'm, I'm gonna play this at your funeral and then she's like, yeah, make sure you blast all these videos at my funeral. I'm <laughs> so like, oh yeah, cute. you can, you can guarantee single louder. And then she would like scream at the microphone. So like I have that kind of relationship with my, my parents and it ties in with my relationship with death and I think kind of like goes into like this whole circle of like, um, I, we encourage and inspire each other. Mm. I think just really briefly, I think my, my favorite little thing that I encouraged um, my parents to do was um, actually my dad. He's very traditional. Um he literally his phone for the longest time was the Nokia phone you buy at the petrol station for fifty oh bucks. Oh my goodness. Yes. So my mom would go to the petrol station like, uh, I want the Nokia phone. And like my that's my dad's phone for the longest time. And um uh two years ago he had a really serious health incident. Yeah. Uh so faced with um mortality, right? Was it mortality? Yeah. yeah like faced mortality. like uh directly. Um and and that was when I had the opportunity to show him how much I had grown as his little daughter, right? His little mm, baby mm, girl. Mm, mm, um, and I was, my mom was overseas. That was the first time my mom went to Italy for holiday. She's never been on holiday for all the years she's been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that was the first time she went and this happened. So I was learning how to like manage my mom's feelings and everyone's like emotions and take care of my dad. And my dad has his own emotions. And yeah, for sure. um, at the same time, that was when I was doing the startups and stuff like that. And, um, that whole ins- experience, I think, really changed my dad. Um, long story short, he basically has his own startup now. Oh, yeah, and his startup—you wouldn't believe it—is in tech apps. What freaking Nokia phone, dude? Making applications, <laughs> and then come to tell me, like, look at my uh, look at my prototype. I'm like, very cool, daddy. I wonder where you get that from, right? And like, like he would ne- he never understood my entrepreneurial side. Yeah. Um, that much yes. and I think that experience plus I think the conversations you know all these very small things that we don't know of Mm. I think then led him to be like you know I'm not young anymore wanna try doing it Mm. so he started a company with his friend and he's been doing that for the whole of COVID and it's been going good for him you
0: know that's amazing you know I think I think that kind of approach that y'all have had towards each other has sort of like inspired them as well to become better people in general I hope yeah. so, yeah. No, I, I I think so too because the thing about it is like how you mentioned about how you're um, in karaoke with your, with your mom and you mentioned that like, you know, I'm going to blast this at your funeral and she's like, yeah, I'm going to blast this at funeral. It, it, even that has helped sort of like her um come to terms with the fact that life is finite. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think that's great. <laughs> okay, next question that I have for you. Denise said that she has anxiety problems and is currently seeking therapy and learning how to embrace her trauma, right? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> what have you learned... No, about- oh, that's fine. You know, being vulnerable, on, on, I I I think it's it's commendable. What have you learned about yourself and about life as you continue to work on your mental health? Ooh-hoo. Good question. That was a big one.
1: <laughs> Wait, um... What have I learned about myself...
0: What have you learned about yourself and about life as you continue to work about your work on your mental health?
1: Wow, um I was exposed to this topic, mental health, mm. very early on in my life mm. before we could talk about mental health the way we do now right and I think for the longest time, I did not want to believe that i had any form of mental health issues mm-hmm. because one i think it would be too much on my parents to take yeah in terms of everything that was happening at home right um and you know like i i always told myself like my situation is fine yeah i'm not like you know i'm okay yeah um it's only i think as i went got a lot older and i saw myself physically incapable of doing things because of my mental and emotional state Mm -hmm. and I was like wow this is very real
2: Mm -hmm. and it
1: shouldn't have gotten to that point to be honest I'm glad that now society is a bit more open and we're not waiting for everyone to break down in the middle of nowhere before we recognize that they have um, struggles Mm -hmm. um, or anxiety struggles anything like that Um, but that that was my um, that was kind of a little bit about my journey and Mm. uh, every day I still struggle very much with um, my beautiful anxiety. <laughs> and my... Um, all the time. All all the time. Um, and it has taught me that I am not perfect. And as a perfectionist, that's very hard to come to terms with.
2: Mm. Um,
1: it has taught me that I am a very imperfect human being. And I will... Initially I thought it was gonna go away in, in the phases of my life. So like after secondary school, it's gonna go away. Or like after poly, it's gonna go away. And then I realized oh, it's here to stay with me throughout everything. Mm. And I need to talk to my anxiety and be like, hey, yo, what's up? Like, how you doing? Uh so why
3: are you what's the way up? you are? Yeah, like,
1: like what's up, right? Like, why are you here? Um and I only really had that talk at the the worst uh, emotional point in my life in 2020. Mm. Um, And that was when I started to recognize that, hey, actually, I've been through a lot of things in my life that are severely traumatic Mm. that have, you know, amplified my fear of all these things. And the great thing about therapy, for those of you who might not have been or are considering, is that... um, and I can only speak for, <laughs> I guess my therapist, yeah. but like good therapy, uh, good therapists, they help you see the, the reason behind why you feel the way you feel. And I remember my therapist just told me, I was like crying and I was like telling her like all these things that happened to me and I didn't know what to do. And she just told me, um, this is trauma that you are dealing with. And I'm like, whoa. Like I know what the word means, but I, I don't I don't know if I have that, right? Mm. Like I've had like things happen to me but like does it constitute as like trauma? You know like when you watch like, crime watch and yeah. like you think like you know that kind yeah. of stuff or like uh, when you watch like t- like police shows and like murder cases like I didn't get like you know I didn't see like a murder situation that yeah. kind of trauma, you know? So I didn't know if it was considered. And she was telling me, yeah.
0: It is. So that was like an epiphany moment. Huge one. Mm-mm-mm. Just
1: being able to say now that I struggle a lot with my past experiences. I have a yeah. lot of trauma from that. It's, uh, it's like weird, <laughs> right? Like I like I don't i I'm and this is on the internet forever now. But it's but liberating
0: like, as well at the same it, time. It, right?
1: it was it was uh very liberating. I was like yeah, why did I keep hiding from my experiences or like why did I keep saying it doesn't matter, you know, like um I have been hit by people before for an uh, extended period of time and I and and that is traumatic, right? Mm. But like mm. I have never dared to say that. Mm. Because I'm like, hey, at least I didn't something worse yeah so um it has been a very long journey with my um my my own mental health right and i think what's so amazing is that especially as i started streaming i suddenly have this platform to talk about it and to tell people like hey it's okay
2: Mm.
1: and um I know how it feels to not know what to do in a situation like this, um, and I know that sometimes seeing resources on on the internet is not very helpful because it's very passive. Yeah. So let's let's talk about it. Let me see if we can help. And I I'm not gonna say I'm gonna heal you, right? My therapist did not in any way heal me. Yeah. But just shed so much light. Sometimes that's all a person really needs. Um. So again, kind of really goes all the way back to the beginning that we were talking about. I'm thankful for my experiences that I've had in my life. There's a lot of things I I will never share in, in into the digital world. Um but um all those things have helped me to make the decisions and to be able to use the platform that I have for all these reasons, mm, right? Mm. Um I'm sure I went on a spiel again, but um <laughs> but yeah, so uh I wouldn't say I'm friends yet, but uh we are uh, getting acquainted. Me and my mental health mm, still mm, very mm, much mm. um but it's a lot better now. Yeah. Like, even small things like knowing um, trigger points. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, knowing my own limits. Yes. Being aware. Wow, I didn't used to know all these things, man. Like, how did I live? <laughs> I had no idea, but now I know, right? So, yeah. it's um, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, there's growth, right? There's progress. Yeah,
0: it is. That's great. You know, I hope I hope you reach the day whereby your mental health will come to you and say, I forgive you and then you all just become friends again.
1: Yeah. let Throw back to
0: an earlier point, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, following up, follow next question, yeah? So, Denise runs a mentorship program at Dojo, yeah? Yeah? And said, I quote, why should I limit myself when I have such a big passion in mentoring, end quote? What motivates you to be a mentor and, in men- and is mentoring something that you see yourself doing more long-term instead of streaming?
1: Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that quote is from anymore to be honest. Um, don't, question don't, <laughs> don't question Alesta. Don't question
0: Alesta is what I'm saying.
1: Um. So I, my my first startup, I did a lot of uh, mentoring for yes. for youth, right? Mm. Um and that w- I, that was one of the most fulfilling moments of of my life mm. being able to learn about a person and being able to help a person and to watch them grow and then to blossom into who they are today mm. is incredibly fulfilling yeah and was something i never knew i could do
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like and you you might be like how can you mentor someone that's older than you or the same age but again right there is no there's no
0: age limit yeah
1: sorry. right um the experiences that i've had from from my age are a little bit different as well. And Mm, regardless mm, of whether you have similar experiences to me, everyone has something to offer to learn and to to teach someone else, right? Um so I I didn't really consider doing something like mentoring for stream. Just didn't click in my head very much actually. Um it was because I was um I was as I was a a company reached out to me to run to be a mentor for um a Singapore mentoring program that happened um, just last year. And uh, just a very short, like, side note, it was really funny because I was, I only started streaming for a month and a half then. Mm. So I was very new to streaming. I wasn't even a partner. So partners are like verified, right? I wasn't mm. even verified at that point. Um, and they call me and they're like, yeah, we have this thing happening. We have this like program. Are you interested to join? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a mentee, right? And I was like, no, as a mentor. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> I, "Like who is going to take me seriously? One and a half months in, not even a partner yet. Um, like uh, nobody wants to be mentored. Like Trust me, there are people who are like, "I have streamed longer than you. Why should I listen to you?"
2: Mm.
1: But I, 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 saw the opportunity. I was like, "Oh, careful!" <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw the opportunity, and I was like, "Yeah, let's, uh, let's try." And that's what yeah. I did, um, and turned out to be. One Of the best experiences on Twitch so far, shout and, out and to the three mentees. Did
0: that, ins- that, wait, that inspired you to start the cat Dojo, right? Um, mm-hmm.
1: my three mentees inspired me to start the Cat Dojo right. so Patrick, uh, Mirza, Monokyukiu, and Perry Vizum. Wow, <laughs> yeah, <don't remember. laughs> I was um, waiting
0: for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the three of them, um, they were so kind to me mm. and so, um so supportive of my very unorthodox approach to mentoring right um, and they grew so much and when i say they grew i am not talking about numbers i'm talking about as human beings as people as mm. creators as entertainers right um, and because they, they there was a, that shift in them the results showed on its own.
2: Ah, Yeah. Okay. You know, and
1: I, that's always my approach. I feel rather than focusing on like, let's get the numbers up. Numbers are transient. Yeah. who you are, your core, right? Yeah. So um, they really encouraged me, um, and showed me like, hey, you know, like, cat, you're not too bad at this. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that was when I started. I I I, I tried and I uh decided to um, build Cat Dojo Uh. which is uh, then this is essentially uh, all run uh, by myself. Um, So it's kind of like a there's a duration to the program and you get to meet different streamers and there's essentially like the mentoring but um, I at the end of it all right I it's not fun being a a big streamer on your own. Right. I'm not even a big streamer. Like, let's be real, guys. I'm not even a big streamer. Mm. Um, and, but I don't think it'll be fun if I was here by myself. Mm. I think it's so much more fun that I have my three little mentees. I have mm. my community, right? Um, and uh, I'd rather be at this point than to have an excessive amount of numbers and not be able to ah. connect with them. So that was kind of, and I, and people were reaching out to me. People were like, hey, can I be your mentee? Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Like, people want this from me? Yeah. Huh? Like, doesn't make sense. (laughs) Like, what is happening? And uh, tested the waters, tried things out. I did a workshop first, right, Right. to see how it went. And the workshops were really great. Thanks to everyone who came for the workshops. Mm. And and that was really when I was like, okay, let's try this Uh out. And I have told this to everyone who has come into the interviews. I am not doing this for profit. At least not right now. Um, I do this purely because I want to be able to help people as much as I can. And like I said, it's no fun being here by myself. So why not join me? And like, why don't we do it together? Um, uh, And if this works out, then it, it will work out. It mm. will find its way to work out. Yeah. Right? Um. But right now, I just, again, want to be sure that I have done everything that I've wanted to do and that I won't regret not doing it will there be Mm. another program after this one who knows things Mm -mm. might change life might change but right now this is what i want to do um and we'll see how it goes right there's no guarantee on anything but um yeah it's really for them for chat um for everything that they've done for me i think this is the least that i can do is to to share as well
0: nice cool (laughs) i like that Okay, so we're moving on to our final section, okay? This time for real, okay? Okay. Section six, okay? Title, hopeful. So I guess it's something to do in the future because Alistair sometimes gets a little bit excited with this kind of titling. <laughs> yeah. So question 16, this is actually a chat question. Ooh. Okay. I'm lost and I don't know what to do with my life and I don't have a dream. What should I do?
1: Wow. You're lost. You don't have a dream. What should I do? To be honest, I feel like we, we spoke about it here and there yeah. in, in the podcast. I yeah. feel like we're on the same point <laughs> almost. Um, the first and most practical thing I will tell you to do is to try everything and anything that you have a hint of interest in. And even yeah. the things that you don't. I'll tell you something that I'm really not that interested in. Blockchain. I'm really not really <laughs> very interested in blockchain right now. Um, I have to learn it in class, right? I literally, I deliberately took a module in my master's about Bitcoin and blockchain and I was like, why am I here, right? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, But um, again, going in with that mentality to, going in with the mentality of, as long as I gain one thing out of this, I have learned something and I have benefited. Um it's already growth and one step closer to finding out who you want to be and, and, and what you want to do,
2: mm, right? Mm, um, mm, and mm. then
1: the same thing, if you try it and you don't like it, why do you not like it? Try to break it down because people associate aspiration with job titles. Yeah. Which is horrible because <laughs> like uh, if I associated my aspiration with job titles, I would have no job right now. Like, yeah. I like, <laughs> like like you know, people create, especially in like our, our generation. Yes everything's suddenly coming up from nowhere. Yeah. You can now be a full-time TikToker and earn more money than a banker. You know what I mean? Did yeah. we know that was going to happen? No. Then how are you going to aspire to be like that? Right? Um, so, find <coughs> out what interests you in particular jobs, for example. Mm. So, for example, I love, uh, I remember back in poly, I love film. Yeah. But why do I like film? Which part of film do I like? I realize yeah. I hate being the director. Right. I love being the producer. Right. So I love um, the fact that, you know, I get to... Uh, but what about producing do I like? Um, do I like sourcing for location? Not really, not that fun. Uh, do I? What, 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 what do I like about it? I like that I can create the structure um, for the entire film, mm. right? Mm. And then you realize that you can create structure any freaking way you go. You can do it for your streams. You can do it for programs. You can do it for events. Mm. But that is what I love about film. Uh, and that is what I what I lo- what I loved about my work. And yes. I took that and then I went to build startups. So I built SOPs. I built um standard procedures for, yeah, for yeah. companies. I I um I I have done social media work cuz I built like calendar structures and yes. and stuff like that. Um dojo is a lot about structuring. Um streaming is a lot about structuring, you know, and then you realize like how were you supposed to know that that was your interest if yes. you didn't try it out? Absolutely. So it's 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 not easy to identify the small, the, the 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 main thing you're interested in,
2: mm. but the
1: important thing is that you allow yourself to try. You give yourself time to reflect on it, and then as you do more things, you will you will connect the dots. Mm, so mm, mm, mm. I actually did a lot of events in secondary school. I did I planned a lot of events in secondary school. Mm. So I thought I wanted to do events, like I wanted to be an events person. Right. But then no, actually, what I enjoyed was the the planning, mm, the structure, mm. and then what I have realized now is that I love doing mentorship programs. Right. Right. Which I never knew existed mm-hmm. when I was younger. So I could have never worked towards that.
0: Yeah. At it, all. I mean, to be frank, if you ask me now, it doesn't even feel like it's supposed to be a thing. Yeah, for streamers. Yeah, but but, but right? it is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, I guess that's kind of the advice. I don't know if that was helpful. Mm. Um, just try everything. And then be very objective with what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. Mm. Um, and, um, like, for example, the reason why I don't like math is because there's no leeway for, um, like,
0: interpretation. Yeah.
1: It's, like, black and white. It's, like, mm. one plus two is three. It's mm. not, like, it's nothing else, right? right? So, that's why I don't really like math and don't really, like, like, counting. Like, I can do account stuff, but, like, I don't really like yeah. math. Same with, like, I guess, like, science stuff. Because mm. it's kind of mm. like that, right? Yeah. But with language with art yes you I mean, there's more room for absolutely what do you think it is and then having <laughs> that conversation and yeah. going deeper talking about more things so it's not easy um and don't be too hard on yourself if you are not able to find out what that is but at least be accountable to yourself yeah to know that you are one step closer to finding out what that is
2: mm. I, I see people
1: who tell me like i don't know what i want to do in my life and then they just lie on their bed or play games and i'm like hey, then you're not helping yourself. Mm. You're not trying anything. Then obviously, you're not going to move forward. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's kind of the advice, I guess.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic (laughs) piece of advice. Alright, moving on to the next question, right? Just a Twitch statistic. 2.2 million people are broadcasting on on Twitch, right? So, Mm -hmm. 75% of viewing belongs to 0.23% of streamers or less than a quarter of 1%. Denise said,
4: what did I say? What did I, I say? I quote. What did I say? <laughs> she
0: likes the challenge of proving people wrong. End quote. Right. Do you feel better being the underdog? Or are you confident that you can be the odds?
1: Wait, that sentence is taken so out of context. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that have to do with the statistics? <laughs>
0: So basically the statistics, I think what he's trying to say here is the statistics is that because there's so many people streaming, yeah. but only the top few streamers have the the biggest viewership, right? Mm-hmm. So the, it's disproportionate in that sense, yeah. right? So you like to prove people, you, you like the challenge of uh, proving people wrong, right? Because it feels like in that kind of situation, uh, a new person is not going to be the most likely to make it, right? The most likely to to grow in a community that is, that favors that feel that already stand at the top, right? Which is what I'm trying to, what I'm reading from here. So the, the question being, do you feel better being the underdog because you have, I don't know, some struggle to prove? and And are you confident that you can beat the odds? Because the odds are stacked against you.
1: The odds stacked against all of us, right?
0: Yep. I think sure.
1: everyone of us that's watching, like... Yeah,
0: and my new uh, burgeoning stream... Exactly,
1: and your new career. streaming career. <laughs> um, I... I think it's good to remember that for most of us, mm. or let me just speak for myself, right? I yeah. started from absolutely nothing. Mm. I am not a pre-existing... Uh, personality on the internet, yeah, which uh, naturally helps, right? Some people with with getting a basic, um, yeah, viewership. I yeah. am a literal nobody,
4: yeah.
1: Um, I and um, I never, n- I never started this hoping that I was gonna get big.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I never started this thinking I was gonna be a full time streamer <laughs> in twenty twenty one. Um. But um. I've always saw myself as an underdog. Right. So someone that's always... Uh, always has something to prove.
2: Mm. Um,
1: but I wouldn't necessarily say to people. I think to myself. Mm. Because I am literally... Like I'm my worst critic. Yeah. Um, so... Even like at where I am right now. Mm. I don't even think I am considered big
3: yeah
1: um i still see myself as an underdog
0: but but Um, is is there like is there like comfort in that for you
1: um i guess it's a motivator right it's a motivator to keep to to remind myself like i'm i i i'm not there yeah but just in the context of my our industry Mm. we are we can be popular today and absolutely non-existent tomorrow.
0: Mm, for sure.
1: That is the unfortunate industry we've decided to be in. The
0: transient nature of yes, our industry. Yes. Incredibly,
1: <laughs> incredibly transient. Mm-hmm. Um. And that knowing that, plus re- knowing that I am actually just a very small speck in this world, um, motivates me to want to to be better.
2: Mm, mm, um. Mm.
1: Because I think, um, I think we, me and my my community, I think we have something good to share with people. That I think if we could get it out to more people, would be pretty nice. Um, and but um, you know, it's a it's a constant battle all the time with like wanting to grow and like dealing with numbers and mm, like the entertainment mm. scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am an under underdog or undercat. Haha. <laughs> 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 Sorry, had to say it. <laughs>
0: all right. I think that that answers the question. Alright.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we go on to our very, very last question. Okay. So I feel like, Denise, like you said
1: very, very last. Like
0: No, I haven't. Uh, this is very, actually the times. first time I've said oh, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> alright. Alright, so Denise once said and I quote
1: I've said so many things. You
0: have said so many <laughs> things and Alastair has done a great job finding all those things. I quote Happiness is when I know I've done everything I could to help someone to make someone's day to practice being kind and patient to my friends family, enemies, and strangers. End quote. So, are you happy now? And are you hopeful about the future?
1: Um, I will tell you that right now, I am in a very good place.
0: That's great.
1: Um, this time last year, if I knew that this is what it was going to be, I would have triumphed over my challenges um i still i still went through my struggles pretty well i would say Mm. but um i never thought i would be here at this point where suddenly i have the platform and the ability right to be able to make an impact a good Ah. impact onto people I again I have been a nobody. Um, seven months ago, you all wouldn't have known me. I'm just mm. a random stranger on the internet, right? Yes. And now all of a sudden, there's people listening to what I'm saying and and, and that was scary that, that transition and like then what do you wanna do with it? Mm. And that's why I said I wanna make sure that if I have every opportunity where there's someone listening to me that I hope that I can Encourage them. Motivate them.
2: Mm, mm. Uh,
1: make some change to them. Whether yeah. it's a small one. Um, and uh, I think I've been able to do that. And I always tell myself. And I tell this to others as well. You, as long as I'm able to make an impact to one. Just one. Um, I am happy. Mm. Yeah. That is um, that is all uh, I need. Mm. I am not God, right? Yeah. I can't make you happy forever. And I know people will change, life changes, things change, but you know, um, I can, whatever we can do right now, before the moment is gone, let's just enjoy it together. Mm. So I am in a very happy space where I am safe, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. um, And I have a very supportive and kind Group of people who are showing me that I don't didn't have to change myself. I mm. didn't have to hide who I am. Like it's just like bizarre. Like like I like this is me my entire life, right? Like why does it? Why is it suddenly like even more important now? Mm. Or like why does it? Why is like why do people like want to know more about it now? Mm. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. And but I I try not to think about the why so much for that. And I just try to be like okay, since I have it, let's do something with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have no idea what the rest of this journey is going to be like. I've already faced a lot of challenges um, along the way, but I'm trying to hold fast to this core um, to, you know, push through. So, yeah.
0: Good job. So I would say definitely, you are definitely hopeful for the future. Oh,
1: yeah. Always hopeful.
0: Fantastic. And yes, that is our last, 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 last question for this podcast with Denise. (laughs) Or rather you'll know her as Super Cat K on the internet. Yes. Denise, did you enjoy yourself today? Yeah, I did. It was really fun. Yeah. I'm glad we got you over your nerves and your and your anxious laughter over dinner.
1: Oh my goodness. Don't <laughs> call me out for my anxious laughter.
0: <laughs> okay, so before we end off, Denise, do you have anything that you would like to say to our audience and to people that are watching?
1: Thanks for watching. If you got here, um, do I what do I what do I
0: Well you can plug anything if you want.
1: Oh. Um, I um I'm a streamer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never get it as so, much. She is a streamer. <laughs> so I'm
1: on Twitch uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Mm. If you wanna join us, we're very nice people. Mm. Um and um, you can also follow other social stuff but you don't have to you know what I mean like just, just do what you want you don't have
0: to but you should
1: <laughs> I'm not good with the plugging stuff
0: no that's because... fine okay thank you so much Denise for joining us today for those of you that are, that are that until now you reach until here you still don't know she's a streamer as she mentioned and also do follow her on other other, other uh, social media like, like like Instagram as well and remember to do to follow us also well. Like, huh? for mm-hmm. those of you that are on YouTube and don't know anything about the Twitch community I think she's a great place to start and okay. for those of you that are watching on Twitch if you don't know anything about the YouTube and community don't know anything about, about people uh, airing their opinions on the internet hey that's where we are mm-hmm. give us a like share and subscribe and tell us a little bit more about who you want to see next on our show and what kind of topics you want us to tackle next and uh, yeah and I think that's it for our podcast thank, thank you so much, much. thank you for, for being with us today once again and uh, see you all next time we have someone on, on the show yeah HDHT signing out bye